And we are live. What's up, guys? Welcome to Fed It Man. Today, we're going to be breaking down the takeoff shooting. Guys, rest in peace to him. We've got a lot to cover. Sorry for being late. Let's get right into it. I was a special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay, guys? HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking. No one else has these documents, by the way. Here's what Fed It covers. Dr. Lafredo confirmed lacerations due to stepping on glass. Murder investigation. I'm reaching in his jacket. You don't know. And he's positioning. Been on February 13, 2019. You're facing two counts of racketeering and Rico conspiracy. Young, young slime life here and after referred to as YSL. The defendants are uh, 6 9 And then this is Billy Seiko right here. Now, when they first started, guys, 6 9 ran. I'm a fed. I'm watching this music video. You know, I'm bobbing my head like, hey, this shit lit. But at the same time, I'm pausing. Oh, wait, who this? Right? Oh, who's that in the back? Firearms and violent crimes. AKA Pushaisi violated. In order to stay away from the victim. Rapper Pushaisi arrested after shooting at King of Diamonds, Miami Strip Club, injured one this person. Is the, this is the one that, that's gonna fuck him up because this gun is not crazy. Well, what happened at the gun range? Here's your boy 42 Doug right here on the left. Okay. Sex trafficking and sex crimes. They can effectively link him to paying an underage girl. I'm gonna look my trip Right. And well, the first bomb went off right here. Suspect two sent down a backpack at the site of the second explosion. Inspired by Al Qaeda. Two terrorists, brothers, the Zokar Sarnev and Tamer Lin Sarnev. When the cartel shipped drugs into the country. As this guy got arrested for um, espionage, okay, trading secrets with the Russians for monetary compensation. The largest corrupt police bust in New Orleans history. The days of the police are gone. gone. So he was in this bad boy. We're going to go over his past, the gang ties, so that this all makes sense. All right, we're back. What's up, guys? Welcome to Fed It, man. Uh, again, sorry for the late, guys. As you guys know, sometimes I got to do some research, get some things together, you know, make sure I have everything nice and orchestrated so that when we actually go live, it's not a whole bunch of ridiculousness. So uh, thank you for being patient. So quick announcement before we get into the show, guys. Uh, number one. <clears throat> Uh, we're going to have uh, Fresh and Fit tomorrow at 6 p.m., guys. So we're going to start doing the shows a little bit earlier. We're going to try to do the regular show at 6 and then try to get the you know night show with the girls going by 8.39. We'll see how long that could last. You guys know girls take forever. So um, that's pretty tough. Um, so that's going to be the new thing is we're going to start try to do the shows a little bit earlier. Also, guys, tickets are on sale. Go and check us out on the, over there. Uh, the Eventbrite link, I'll put it down below. Uh, we sold out at the 550 tier. However, we are definitely going to go ahead and have um, uh, more tickets at the higher tiers. Like I said before, the reason why, guys, is because it's going to be a rooftop party, open bar, lots of girls, uh, downtown Miami. It's going to be lit. It's going to be fucking awesome. So and we're going to have celebs there. We're going to have a lot of, uh, you know, some rappers, some other YouTubers, um, some athletes, whatever it may be. It's going to be a lot of people there. So it's going to be lit. Um, but we will meet with all of you guys for absolutely for free. So if you do come down to Miami, the party's going to be January 14th. If you're in town at that time, we're going to do a free meetup in a public location. Meet you guys, shake hands, take pictures, all that other stuff, because I don't want you guys to pay money just to meet us, right? But if you want to party, hang out with girls, drink, get the views, all that other stuff, then yes, I mean, it's going to cost money, guys, because we're going to have security there and everything else like that. It's not cheap to run parties. It's going to cost us tens of thousands of dollars. Um, also, um, you know, I heard the news about Aaron Carter, guys. Rest in peace to him. Obviously, uh, I think he is the brother of Nick Carter. Uh, Backstreet Boys, which is before a lot of your guys' time, uh, back in the early 2000s, late 90s, when uh, boy bands were a thing. I don't really think they're a thing anymore, but uh, the, the late 90s and the 2000s were a different era, man. 
Uh, what else here? Any other announcements I'm trying to think? That's pretty much it, guys. Oh, yeah. And then check me out for this podcast, guys. We post it on Anchor. It's anchor.fm slash fedit1811. Okay, guys. So if you want to listen to the pod uh, audio, make sure to check it out on Anchor. Okay. Fresh and Fit is on Megaphone. Fedit is on Anchor. Okay. So anyway, with all that said, I got someone helping me out tonight, guys. I got uh, Luna in the house. You want to introduce yourself to the people real quick? Hi, I'm Luna. I'm 19, and I manage OnlyFans. There you go. She <laughs> helps girls get money on there. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she's uh, helped me out, guys, uh, tonight because, uh, yeah, we got quite a bit to cover here. Um, you have anything else you want to tell the people besides that? Um, no, that's about it. Woman, a few words. That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, guys, she has those glasses. She looks like Adrian from Rocky. Y'all ever seen Rocky? Adrian! You guys know what I'm talking about? Okay. They bought a roaster in the chat. Uh, <laughs> okay. I know they're going to want to ask, where are you from? What's your, what's your background? Because they're asking it already. I'm Argentinian, but I'm also half Saudi Arabian. Yes, bro. Haram as fuck, by the way. Just so y'all know, man. Haram! <laughs> yeah, so um, half Saudi, half Argentinian. But um, cool. Anyway, so guys, today we're going to be covering... Actually, you know what? I should hit some of these chats real fast. You got one job, woman. Highlight the I'm chats. Sorry, That's I'm all sorry, you got to do. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Stupid. So all right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay, so uh, let's see here. Candace ever goes a girl, a, a new girl turns 18 every day. You mean 19 in this case, asshole. 19, actually. Yeah. Uh, we got Michael Trillstein. Dollar goes, uh, thank you so much. Um, we got another Michael Trillstein. While they hate Maya Crates and Fresh Clubbing. <laughs> well, well, you know, it is what it is, man. Fre- fre- me and Fresh make different kinds of content, guys. 100K on the way. 100 L's from Osama. Yeah, Osama has been taking a lot of L's. Speaking of which, by the way, guys, I just dropped a documentary on Osama. Um, Last week, I talked about how, what they found in his compound. So first episode, guys, I got a four-part 9-11 trilogy, which I'm actually going to film the, the last part of it tonight. Um, first part was the 9-11 uh, situation, what happened, you know, the planes hitting the towers, how the FBI investigated the case, okay? The second part was how the CIA, f- and then identifying Bin Laden and Al-Qaeda as the culprits, right? Then the second uh, episode was how the CIA found Bin Laden through a courier. The third episode was how the uh, N- SEAL Team 6, raided uh, Bin Laden's compound in Abbottabad, Pakistan, how they killed him, and then what they found in his house, all his writings and journal entries, etc. Really interesting stuff on what he had planned for future terrorist attacks. Then, for all you conspiracy theorists people out there, don't worry, I'm going to go ahead and react to the New Pearl Harbor, which is a five-hour documentary um, going after the official um, the official you know, events from 9-11, you know, saying it was insider thing and everything else like that, which they do make some interesting points on there. So I'm looking at it from an objective standpoint. So we went ahead and covered the official version, right, from the FBI and CIA and the intelligence agencies and from the government. Now we're going to go ahead and look at the conspiracy theories on the next episode. I might have to do it in a two-part, so it might end up being a five-parter because that's a five-hour documentary, but you guys get the point. Mine's grandfather, five bucks. I've missed quite a bit of episodes on my own documentary. Been working in a share conspiracy, conspiring, of course. All jokes aside, thank you, inshallah. Thank you, uh, Myron's grandfather with the Bin Laden emoji, you fucking asshole. Haram! Uh, funny Fungus goes, can you do the Zodiac Killer or Steve Avery for making a murderer? Uh, yes, I can do those. I did cover a couple of serial killers, by the way, as well, guys. I did Ted Bundy and I did um, John Wayne Gacy. The reason why you guys might have not saw it is because the Ted Bundy one got demonetized and the John Wayne Gacy one got a yellow check. So it didn't get pushed to the same level as Jeffrey Dahmer. I did a whole podcast on Jeffrey Dahmer as well. But I'm going to be covering more serial killers for you guys. So don't worry. I'm going to be covering all different types of topics over here on FedEx, whether it's celebrity news, serial killers, terrorists, bank robberies, 
documentaries. I cover pretty much every single crime. All right. Uh, Storm Hunter goes, Trillstein, thank you. Talk, you talk too much. Okay. Uh, anything else here? Oh, Myron, stop the cap. We know why you were late. LMFAO. No, we did not do anything before this podcast. All right, you perverts. Uh, literally, she, you're my witness, mm -hmm. even though you're not the strongest witness here. Was I not researching the whole time? Yeah, we were both researching. Yes. Yeah. So Promise. we were researching the whole time, you perverts. Uh, what else? Why, what else do we got here? Anything else? Uh, hold on. I think that's fired. Fired. I'm so Stupid. sorry. This is the first time. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, let's see here. What else we got? Uh, stop the cat from Slay Thompson. Cool. Anything else? Uh, Myron, Ben Smash. <laughs> you nigga. <laughs> Yo, man. Yo, you guys got to grow up, bro. You gotta, you guys gotta grow up. Someone said Myron DiCaprio. You guys gotta fucking grow up, man. I can't, I can't do nothing with you guys. I, was, I ain't gonna lie. When I did the Jeffrey Dahmer breakdown, um, someone was fucking. Did you see that that Netflix series, the yeah, Jeffrey Dahmer one, mm -hmm. dude? Someone in the chat goes, um, they go, oh, Jeffrey Dahmer uh, was uh, not uh, doing Netflix and kill, and I was like, bro, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> and then someone else sent a thing saying, uh. Jeffrey Dahmer, oh, uh, you thought I was feeling you? Nigga, you lunch. And I was like, yo, this chat, <laughs> you guys got no fucking chill, bro. You should do the Jamaican shower posse slash Dotus. Yes, I am doing Dotus. I've already started researching that one. Don't worry. Um, I'm also going to do more espionage as well, guys. I've been doing a lot of research on espionage cases, uh, counterintelligence from the Russians. I'm going to cover definitely um, Operation, I think it was called Ghost Stories, those 10... Um, those 10 Russians that got arrested back in 2010 in New York that were doing espionage for like 20 years in the U.S. They became U.S. citizens and they literally acclimated in life. And they were sending a bunch of uh, intel back to Russia. And they were doing this shit for real. Guys had fake names and everything. They came in under Canadian uh, documents. And it was like deep, deep um, espionage. So I'm going to cover that as well. So I'm going to do more espionage. Guys, I'm going to cover everything when it comes to different types of criminal activity. Venom, me and Myron like the same types of girls. Okay, shout out to you, Venom. Uh, what else we got here? Three Diglets. Adrian, give the people a spin before the show starts. <laughs> That's up to you. They want to see you stand up, but it's it's up to you. She said no. No, guys. Maybe maybe later on. Who knows? Speaking of conspiracies, do you believe, believe in those? Um, Sometimes. Sometimes. So, sometimes it just be wild. You know what I'm saying, guys? So it is what it is. Anything else? Uh, lol, he's gonna stop having girls if y'all don't chill. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to. Yeah, if you guys keep going like this, I might not be able to do it. Uh, all right, I think we're caught up with the super chats. Yeah, all right, so okay, guys. Uh, so let's get serious here. Uh, today's episode, guys, we're gonna be covering uh, today's pod, we're gonna be covering uh, the takeoff shooting. Man, it was obviously a very tragic shooting that happened about a week ago in Houston, Texas, and um, we're gonna cover it. Uh, just want to let y'all know this is still an active investigation, so we don't have all the facts. I'm gonna cover what we have up until now. Um, I'm going to go over the facts. I'll cover some of the rumors that are going around as well. And, um, you know, from there, we can kind of come to a conclusion. But I'll give you guys what we got at the moment. So first and foremost, we're going to start with who was uh, takeoff, guys. So as you guys know, got my Wikipedia here, right? Because as much as people talk shit about Wikipedia, it is fairly accurate. So um, just so you guys understand, because some of you guys might not be hip hop fans. OK, um, I am. I like the Migos. I'm very familiar with who takeoff was. And when I found out. Uh, that he was killed. Uh, I was actually up late at night that night. I was researching uh, an espionage case and I saw it on Twitter. And uh, yeah, uh, very, very sad, man. But anyway, uh, Kersnick uh, Kari Ball, uh, and he was only 28, by the way, born June 18, 1994, uh, died November 1st, uh, 2022, Halloween evening, uh, right? 
known professionally as Takeoff, was an American rapper. He was best known as a member of the hip-hop trio Migos, along with his uncle Quavo and first cousin once removed Offset. The group scored multiple top 10 hits on the Billboard uh, Hot 100, including Motorsport, featuring Nicki Minaj and Cardi B, Stir Fry, Walk It Like I Talk It, featuring Drake, and Bad and Bougie, featuring Lil Uzi Vert. This is a song, really, that that took them to... This is, like, what ma- made them hit the mainstream, Bad and Bougie. Um, the latter of which peaked at the top of the chart, although Takeoff was not present on that signal. He also received two Grammy Award nominations on November 1st, 2022. Takeoff with Sean killed in Houston. And if you guys remember, uh, Bad and Bougie, yes, Takeoff wasn't featured on that song. And, you know, that's when Joe Budden was trying to get on him, like, uh, you know, that's him. Hey, where I want you on Bad and Bougie? And then he responded, like, did it look like I'm not on, I wasn't on Bad and Bougie? And, you know, he has a very strong accent. He's from Georgia. So, uh, you know, and then that's where the famous, like, uh, you know, we'll wrap this interview up. Man, fuck Joe Budden. He's a loser anyway. So no one gives a shit what he got to say. Uh, and he was born in Lawrenceville, Georgia, guys, 30 miles northeast of Atlanta. He was raised in Lawrenceville by his mother, along with uh, family members Quavo and Offset. He started making beats and developing rhythms in the seventh grade, but did not start producing music professionally until 2011. So as you guys can see, very musically inclined from a young age. Um, and the other thing, too, right, I don't normally, you know, and shout, shout out to DJ Academics as well. DJ Academics was in that interview with Joe Budden. Academics asked the question, right, and then... Joe Budden was the one trying to rush the interview. And then that's when uh, the Migos felt disrespected. Rightfully so, because it was disrespectful the way Joe Budden went about it. You know, I'm not the biggest Joe Budden fan, so I might be a little biased, right, being 100% transparent here. Because he talks shit about us for absolutely no reason. I've never said anything about the guy until he started making him, oh, fresh or fit, blah, 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 blah. So uh, I don't care what he got to say. Uh, there's a reason why his uh, channel sucks. But anyway, that's a whole <laughs> that's a whole other conversation. Um But uh, speaking of academics, I really think you guys, if you guys want a very in-depth breakdown um, academics did a fantastic breakdown on this uh, situation. Uh, him and his chat basically solved the entire case. I'm going to go ahead and give you all an overview of it and give you guys the most pertinent stuff, right? So we don't go ahead and get into, uh, don't make this thing drag on too long. And I'm going to make sure I put timestamps for you guys at the end of this broadcast as well. So you guys can quickly find whatever you need. Okay. So, all right, let's get back to it. All right. Uh, so, so what were, what was going on? Okay. Well, Quavo, right, and uh, Takeoff were in Houston, Texas. Okay, guys, and they were there to uh, have a private party. They had a private party at the at the bowling alley, and they were also going there to get some, you know, check out some jewelry, get it um, cleaned up, etc. So this is what they were doing prior to the um uh, to the you know the the fateful events of that night. Meanwhile, in Houston, a jeweler is coming forward with new surveillance video from the night Takeoff died. He tells Eleven Alive, Takeoff, Quavo, and their entourage stopped by his store just hours before that shooting. As our Cody Alcorn reports, the man known as the King of Bling was one of the last people to see the Grammy-nominated artist alive. This is surveillance video of Takeoff and Quavo. And all my guys out here that listen to hip-hop back in the you know early to mid-2000s, you guys are going to recognize this guy right here. Made famous by, you know, Paul Wall and Mike Jones and all these other rappers from Houston, you know, still tipping all that other stuff. Remember that song was a hit back in the day. Uh, Grills were a huge thing. You know, that's like when it really hit the market. And this guy was kind of at the forefront of that. Along with their entourage, walked into Houston's Johnny Dang and Company custom jewelry. We opened late for you because that's a convenient that I always take care of him. Johnny Dang says his spot is always a stop for the group. Whenever they go to Houston, it just... 
stop by hanging out and buy some new stuff. He says take off and Quavo stopped by to get some jewelry cleaned and to check out a couple new pieces. He just said right there on Monday night, take off is the one is very, very quiet, so nice. I've been around. Sorry, guys, I don't have no uh, subtitles for this. I know his English is a little tough. Oh, wait, maybe it is. Let's so see. many times. Hours later, takeoff was gunned down after leaving a private party in downtown Houston outside a bowling alley. A shock to the entire hip-hop industry and fans around the world, including Dane, who is known in the industry as King of Bling. Losing, you know, lost one of the member, like takeoff is a very big loss. Houston police say about 40 people were outside that private party when something went down and shots were fired. Police confirmed at least two weapons were fired. As of this hour, no one has been arrested in connection to the homicide. For more details. All right. So and this was pretty much like right after um, the situation broke, guys. So all right, hold on. Let me. All right, cool. So next, guys. We're going to go ahead and go into the police briefing, okay? Um, right after the shooting, the police went ahead and conduct, held a press conference. And uh, and we're going to go ahead and talk about some of these things as well, because I think it's important that we go ahead and shed some light into what the police are more than likely going to do in this investigation. And also, that I've talked about. we're going to play this from the get. Um, and I'm going to fast forward through parts of it because they have a whole part that's in Spanish and everything like that. For some of you guys that aren't familiar with Texas and Houston in general, um, Houston has a huge uh, Hispanic population, you know, predominantly Mexicans. Uh, Texas in general does. So um, it's very common for them to do, especially for like big press conferences like this, for them to do it in Spanish as well. Um, okay, so let's go ahead and play this. And guys, don't worry. I'm going to link uh, Academic Stream on Twitch. I think it was like a four or five hour stream. Shout out to DJ Academics. I was actually texting with him earlier today, as you guys know. A uh, good friend of ours is what you guys want to say. Oh, academics, uh, whatever. You know, he's our homie, man. So uh, I don't care what anybody says. Um, so let's go ahead and uh, play this press conference. Okay, guys. And you can see here, this is a chief of police and this is the mayor. All right. For the city of Houston. And they need better cameras because even at 1080p, this shit trash. But that's a whole other conversation. Cops are typically very bad with audio and video, guys. <laughs> I'll tell you that from my personal experience. When I was an agent, man, nobody knew how to put the fucking transmitter on the informant. Everybody looked, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. no one knew what the hell they were doing. Like, so if you didn't have like a tech agent or some tech guy there that knew how to do it, it you were fucked, bro. So if I was ever to go back to the government now, I'd be, I'd be ready. <laughs> with the audio, should I be able to wire up that informant perfect nowadays with this goddamn uh, <laughs> uh, content creator info? Okay, uh, and then we got uh, Frank Castillo. Put up, put on your shoes outside. Please do the Zodiac Killer. Shout out to you, Frank uh, Castillo. I see what you did there, sir. Okay, let's get into this uh, press conference. Our city. Um, and keep in mind, guys, that this occurred right after the shooting. So they didn't have all the facts at the time. They were trying to get people uh, to come out, right? So this is it's not what we have 2020 right now. Providing everything we need as resources, um, He's received a few calls, uh, just as I did. And uh, he and don't worry, guys, we're not going to play this entire press conference. I'm only going to play parts of it. He wanted to stand, so he'll be here uh, to make a statement later if he wants, or uh, definitely here to uh, answer questions. So uh, let me let me speak to the human element first before we do anything. I spoke to this young man's mother uh, just an hour ago. Uh, flew in here from my out of town. I want everybody to understand the pain, the suffering of a mother. Um, 
very tough. And I told her, as, as we stand with any victim of violence or any homicide victim, their family, uh, we stand with them in, in this city and this police department and everybody that's standing behind me. I want to thank our homicide unit under the uh, direction of. Uh, All right. So want you all to know, right, that's very important. That's a little uh, that's a little tip right there. The homicide unit immediately took over. OK, so. That also lets you guys know that they're taking this fairly seriously. Now, we're going to get into the facts, you know, more about who potentially is a shooter, etc. But, um, you know, obviously for them to hold a press conference immediately after a shooting, right, and homicide to be right up on it like this, and the fact that the investigator is actually going to comment, which you guys are going to see here in a second, that tells me, right, that the police department is going to put the full force of their resources and the PD in general into figuring out who was responsible and holding those individuals accountable. And I know you guys are probably wondering, yo, Martin, are the feds going to more than likely get involved in a case like this? I'll answer that here in a second for y'all. Commander Spears for doing great work time and time again. Um, I'm going to speak briefly and I'm going to turn it over to the investigator, uh, investigator, uh, homicide investigator, Arrington, um, and just so y'all know, guys, nine out of 10 times, the chief of police or like the, the highest guy, right, in a police department or an agency, whatever, they typically don't know the details of the investigation. They just kind of know like some bullet points, but it's the lead investigator, aka the case agent or the, um, in this case, is going to be the lead detective, homicide detective in this case. They're going to know all the most pertinent facts of the investigation. They're going to be the ones that have the sources. They're going to be the ones that are interviewing suspects. They're the ones that are going to be having witnesses. They're the ones that have the deep, intimate knowledge of the investigation. They're working in tandem with a prosecutor they know what the hell is going on so that's why he's kind of giving the opening statements right because he's the chief he's a face of the department he's got some political ties etc this is a high profile case so he's got to let them know hey listen we're taking this extremely seriously because let me tell y'all something if it was a regular person that got killed right uh at a bowling alley at you know 2 45 in the morning on halloween night they wouldn't be doing a press conference like this having the fucking lead homicide investigator that's actually investigating the case there with the mayor and everything else like that. So this tells me right there, just from all the brass that I see on here, that they're going to take this extremely seriously, um, which is a good thing. You know, I anticipate that they're going to have people in custody, if not already, within the next week or two. They're probably go. Uh, they're probably drafting arrest warrants and or getting these guys indicted as we speak right fucking now. All right, and I'll tell you guys this because I used to live in Texas, right? And I used to work criminal investigations in Texas, and I know how slow the Texas um, uh, state system is. They're gonna they're gonna push this to the forefront. They're gonna convene a grand jury for these fucking guys immediately. Uh, you mark you mark my words on that one. Trust me. After he speaks, I'm gonna uh, get Commander uh, Garcia to come up and uh, translate in Spanish. But and he'll yeah, we're gonna definitely skip that part, guys. Go over um, some of the investigative parts. But let me speak to this uh, just right. Uh, we understand and we know it. Last this morning at about approximately 2.34 a.m., officers received a call of a shooting in progress. Officers arrived there shortly thereafter. The location is a downtown location, Billiards uh, Bowling Alley, located at 1201 San Jacinto Street. Uh, here. All right, real quick, just to let you all know what he's talking about. This is what he's talking about, guys. This is where the shooting occurred. You can see right here, 810. Here it is, uh, San Asino Street, right? Very common in Texas, guys. A lot of the uh, street names are going to be in Spanish. And 
he was, if I'm not mistaken, they found the the body on the third floor. Okay, you guys can see this is kind of like an open mall type area. Okay, and they found him up uh, up like over here. So this is where the the actual shooting occurred. And this is downtown Houston, by the way, guys. This is uh, this is not like a, this is a pretty nice area. Okay, uh, I'm I'm pretty certain the Galleria Mall is not that far from here. You know, high end shopping, etc. So this is a pretty good part of town. Okay, but this is this is where he's referring to. Let's go back to the press conference. Downtown area. Once officers arrived, uh, they came upon a, a male who was deceased. Uh, that male has been identified. Shout out to all my Mexicans, by the way, in the chat, man. Que onda, way. Fired as Kersnick Ball, better known as Takeoff. And he's a, a member of the Migos uh, rap group out of Atlanta. And I want to pause again. Because sometimes the hip hop community gets a bad name. And I know and evident from this city and people who I have a personal relationship, a lot of great people in our hip hop community. And I respect them. But back to takeoff. I got many calls from Houston. Speaking of which, guys, just so y'all know, like a rapper has pretty much been killed at least once or twice per year since like for the past like you know, four or five years. It's crazy, man. You know, PMB Rock was recently killed. You know, Pop Smoke, Nipsey Hussle. Like, so many rappers have been murdered uh, with gun violence in the past few years, man. It's it's wild. And outside of Houston, and everyone spoke of what a great young man this is, how peaceful he is, what a great artist. And I'm calling up on everybody. Our hip-hop artists, in Houston and around the nation. We got to police ourselves. It is so many talented individuals, men and women in that community, who again, I love, want to meet with some of our artists. So yeah, he's going to be calling, just so y'all know, he's going to be calling a meeting with some rappers in Houston very soon uh, to try to suppress the uh, the gun violence, which, you know, hey man, uh, shout, out to, shout out to him for trying to make a difference. But they, they ain't going to cooperate. We all know. We live in a world now, guys. Let's be honest, man. Cooperating with the police, working with the police, doing anything that assists in police investigations is considered snitching. We live in a day and age now, guys, where um, murderers, killers, drug dealers, criminals, etc., are glorified. And anyone that cooperates with the government is vilified. That's just how it is. The villains actually are looked at as, as superheroes and the people that are good Samaritans, etc., are vilified. So it, it's wild. You know, we it's, it's upside fucking down. And the thing is, too, is that even with this case, you know, people are coming forward and cooperating, but I, I mean, it, it, people would rather post on fucking Twitter, right? You know, corpses and, and people bleeding out and put it on World Star and give it to TMZ and shit like that versus going to the police and, um, and handing this evidence over directly to them. Like the police got to go ahead and investigate on fucking TMZ versus witnesses coming forward and giving it to them. And it's wild because what they don't realize, right, and I'm talking from an investigator standpoint here, is that if I see you post something on Twitter, right, and it has evidence of a crime, right, and I go to you and I say, yo, I know that you are at this location because I can see it on your social media. I need the raw form of this video and I want to do an interview with you. And you tell me, oh, uh, no, I don't, I don't want to cooperate. You know what I'm going to do? I'm like, oh, really? 
Fantastic. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go to a fucking judge. I'm going to write up a search warrant. I'm going to come back. I'm going to take your fucking phone and I'm going to unlock it. And then I'm going to search. it. I'm going to get the evidence I need. Then I'm going to give it back to you. So that's how do you want to play this? You know, because I know for a fact that the evidence is on your device because I can see number one, who you are. I can see the social media platform you, uh, you uh, submitted from. I can look at the device that was used to log into said device, the IMEI number and everything else like that. So thinking from an investigator's perspective, I could come in and literally just seize your shit and write a search warrant for it. Done. So, um, and I'm sure that's what the police are playing right now, right? Because with people like this that are reluctant, that don't want to uh, cooperate with the police, or no, I know snitch, blah, 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 blah. They might have to go ahead and strong arm some of these individuals to get the evidence that they need. Okay. And let me tell y'all, son, there was a lot of witnesses there. There was 40 plus people there. A lot of them were thotties dressed in their goddamn Halloween costumes, right? Posting on Instagram. Oh, look at me. Ah! You know, but they don't want to go and, and posting it on Twitter like, oh my God, look at this. All right, people, blah, 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 blah. But they don't want to go to the police and provide the information, which is wild to me that we live in a world like this where a man can die in front of your own eyes and no one wants to, people want to be scared and, uh, and not, you know, go come to the police and help with investigations. And that a lot of the times, guys, well, homicide investigations, crimes of violence, etc., um, especially in rougher neighborhoods, it's extremely difficult to develop these cases because people don't want to come forward, which I get it. Sometimes it's because, you know, for fear of violence or whatever it may be. But a situation like this where there's a lot of affluent people involved, you know, people don't necessarily know each other like that because it was a party. Right. Right. There's it's kind of like a couple degrees of separation. It's not like a close knit community or a neighborhood. There are a bunch of hoes there that got flued out. You know, shout out to academics. He exposed a couple of these girls in the airport the next day, post on their stories and shit like that. Oh, my God. But a lot of these people don't want to go to the police. And it's wild to me. So people people need to go ahead and uh, take this shit more seriously. Where if, if you're not a street dude or whatever, you don't abide by the code of the streets. Okay? that's, that's Honestly, it's a very stupid code. If you want to be a criminal, you want to be a crook, you want to go ahead and abide by the streets and do all this other stupid shit, fantastic. One of two things is going to happen to you. You're either going to go to prison or you're going to fucking die. All right? Being a gang member, committing crime, doing a bunch of stupid shit is not worth it. You guys want to know? How many criminals I've interviewed that will sit there and cry to me in a fucking interview room saying, I wish I could do it over? They don't talk about that, do they? I've interviewed terrorists, murderers, child molesters, hitmen, sicarios, you guys want to call it in Spanish, whatever it is, human smugglers, drug traffickers, the worst of the worst fucking people. Bro, I'm telling y'all, if they could turn the fucking clock back and go back in time and start over again and not be a criminal, they will. That shit is not cool. And speaking with someone like, and I've actually done the case. I've interviewed the worst, the worst people. One of the few people on YouTube that could talk about this shit. All right. There's not many, there's, you know, lawyers on YouTube, whatever. There's not former special agents on fucking YouTube. I'm telling you, I've talked to these people. Okay. They break, they fold, they bend all this. Rah, 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 rah. When you got them there in a fucking cold ass room with your partner and you tell them, listen, man. You're looking at 20 years plus Fed time, not no fucking parole. You're not going to get out on good behavior. None of that shit. No conjugal visits. No Fed time doing 80% of your time. At least they fucking break every time, every time, you know, a little trick I used to do going back to the memory lane. If they didn't want to talk the first, uh, you know, night or whatever, after, after we arrested, I'm like, cool. I let them sit in the jail for two or three days. Cause I know the County jail sucks when they get booked in the first time before the marshals actually pick them up, put them in federal um, custody. Nine out of 10 times, the feds typically have some kind of contract with the local county jail. The county jail sucks. I'll let them sit there for a few days. Then I go back. You want to talk now? Yeah, I want to talk. All right, cool. Read them their rights again. Boom. Get a full confession. I want to cooperate. All right, let's, let, let me talk to the prosecutor, see what we could do. Being a criminal is not fucking cool. 
So any of you guys out there, right? This is uh, this is intervention. If you're selling drugs, you're doing some dumb shit. You're fucking stealing. You're robbing people, whatever it may be. Even if you're doing fraud, scamming, all this other stupid shit that all these things people think is cool nowadays. Fucking stop it, man. I'm telling y'all, it's really not worth it. It really isn't. These criminals that, oh, I'm for the streets, blah, 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 all that other stuff. Nine out of ten times, they fucking fold, bro. They fold. Anyway, getting back to it. As well, but I want to pray for... Uh, ask that we all pray for his mother, his family, and all of his friends who are in deep pain and shock still right now. Uh, thank you. Investigator, come on up. Okay, so this is a lead homicide investigator on this case. And keep in mind, guys, that this is right after the 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 shooting happened. So they kind of he's kind of working on limited facts here. Thank you again, Chief, and thank you all for coming here. Um and good afternoon. I'm Sergeant uh, Michael Arrington. I'm a sergeant with the Houston Police Department's Homicide Division. And um, earlier this morning, uh, as he said, our patrol officers received a call at approximately 2.34 a.m. of a shooting just occurred at the 810 Billiard Factory and, I'm sorry, Billiard and um, uh, Bowling Alley. From there, we were notified that there was a single male who was shot and pronounced deceased on the scene on the third level outside, just outside the front door. Um, we were also informed that two other individuals um, had reported themselves by personal vehicle to area local area hospitals uh, on their own, both of them with non-life-threatening injuries, but a 23-year-old male and a 24-year-old female. Um, like I said, yeah, there were two other people shot, um, but they're, they're alive. Um, takeoff was the only one that was, uh, that was killed during the shooting. Said both of them are going to be okay. Um, and we have spoken and gotten information from them to help us in this investigation, but the officers arriving on the scene, initial statement translation, they went ahead and they're more than likely those people are going to cooperate 100% because if you got shot and you're sitting in a hospital bed, you're going to want to make sure that whoever the fuck shot you gets arrested it's from employees working at the uh, establishment notified us that there was an incident that occurred after the party had ended there was a private uh, party that was booked out for the uh, event and then after that ended uh, there was a large group of people who gathered at the front door area just outside of the uh, building and uh, it led to an argument where the shooting took place uh, from the disagreement and we're going to talk about the, you know, the argument and, you know, what led to that, which, you know, it's really sad what, what the argument was about, guys. Um, but we'll get into that. A lot of the people that were there fled the scene um, and did not stick around to give a statement. So we're asking them to either call us at the Homicide Division at 713-308-3600. Uh, or if they would like to remain anonymous, they can call Crime Stoppers at 713 222 T-I-P-S. We're looking for... I got a bunch of leads off Crime Stoppers, man. And they pay you, too, guys. They, they pay you to go to, to go on Crime Stoppers, man. So if anybody here has information on this case or whatever, and you are you happen to be watching this stream, bro, call the fucking cops, man. It, 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 being for the streets and the street code, it's all a bunch of fucking stupidity. Stupid. All right. Any information at this time, any videos, uh, any any information. Uh, we do know that the media has received a lot of phone calls, uh, text messages, Twitter, tweets, vines, videos, 
Um, we need all of y'all to send those to us so we can solve this case. Um, we're looking for anything to help us. From there, um, as the chief said, we want to find justice for this family. Uh, they're going through a lot right now. And uh, the only thing that we can do is hope that y'all reach out and assist us in any way to lead the evidence that will help us to apprehend and get charges and arrest on the person responsible for the death of takeoff. Thank you. Let me say something right quick just to follow up. Um, I just want to say something to uh, our city. All right. And he's going to basically tell them, hey, come come forward and cooperate. So this is something that was very interesting to me. And I'm going to go ahead. This is where he starts taking questions. All right. These two individuals pulling trigger. OK, hold on. Give me one second. Who did it? Let us do our. All right. Investigation. But those individuals that I talked about that are committing crime after crime. Don't know if this is the case here, but we do have some two, at least two individuals pulling triggers around. All right. So, bam, already. Okay, guys, remember, this is hours after the situation, right? And the police already had already known that at least two people were uh, were shooting. Okay. And which when we play some of the footage, you guys are going to be able to tell that just off the cadence of the gunshots, that it was more than obvious that there was more than, you know, there was more than one fi firearm being discharged. Okay. So they already knew hours after the fact, which tells me, right? Some 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 good Samaritans definitely came forward, but the police were on it, bro. You know what I mean? With all with all the with all the um uh you know the media coverage that this case is gonna get, the fact that pretty much damn near A-list celebrity was killed, they're gonna take this shit seriously. I mean, look at all the brass here that's uh that's sitting here. You got the mayor, the chief. This is the lead investigator. This more this guy right here, guaranteed, is probably his co-case detective that's also helping them on this. Anytime you do big investigations, you're going to need at least two or three guys running the investigation. There's a point man, and then you got one or two other guys that are helping you with, you know, writing reports, getting search warrants, etc. Because as you guys can tell, all of those people that were um, at that party are 100% going to get interviewed. Okay? And like I said before, given the uh, the, the the huge... Uh, the the, the um, the huge media coverage of this investigation, they're going to be very aggressive on everyone. So if, if they go to someone and be like, all right, listen, we identified you as being there. We know that you were there. We have cell phone footage that puts you at the location, cell tower location data that puts you there, which is you guys know cell phone location data is extremely reliable. That's actually a big part of the um, YNW Melly case, why they're going to more than likely convict them 100%. I've already, you guys want to watch that episode as to why. YW Melly is more than likely going to be convicted of murder. You go ahead and check out that episode. I break it down. But yeah, cell site data is extremely reliable. So they're going to be able to figure that shit out. And then if the person doesn't want to turn their, doesn't want to cooperate or whatever, they go ahead and say, just take their phone and write a search warrant for it. And boom, they hold on to that phone as long as they need to get that uh, search warrant, guys. It is what it is. You know, I've had someone's phone for months, right? Because sometimes there's a code on it and you, and you have to, you know, you have to break the code. It could take a while with, for a forensic agent to go ahead and get in there and break the code. So that's what happens sometimes when people don't want to cooperate. They essentially lose their phone because they don't want to, they don't, they don't want to help. And with a case like this, as big as it is, yeah, bro, they're going to begin search warrants for phones easy, especially when they can prove that the person was there and they were using social media to record evidence of a crime. Here. We're going to get them in custody. Okay. And I see that there's a lot of new people here or whatever it may be that are saying, yo, are you law enforcement? Guys, I, I was a former a special agent with Homeland Security, so I used to do federal investigations, but I'm very familiar with how the state works, especially the state of Texas, because I was in station in Laredo, Texas for 
uh, almost four years. Okay, so <clears throat> so I'm very familiar with how uh, Texas law enforcement does their cases as well. Let me get her, and then I'll come back. I want to get, and then we'll, if we got time, we'll get back. Yes. We're we're they're asking no suspects, no one's detained. Can you give us any information? So this is the answer. We're, we're viewing it as part of the investigation, and, and that may uncover something. But uh, the best thing that we have, because even if we have a face, the best thing somebody can stand up because somebody knows exactly who it was. And I'm really confident that somebody's going to step up. Anybody over here, and then I'll come back to you. Go ahead. And I'll come back to you. Go ahead. Did the argument start at the party, or was it an argument or a disagreement that had... That's still part of the investigation. At some point, I think that was a disagreement on, on something, and we're still trying to determine that and work that out. But again, once we determine it. Real quick, for uh, for the low IQ people out there that say dumb shit like NavGeek right here saying Myron is a snitch. Uh, no, correction, sir. I was the agent that controlled the snitches, a.k.a. the informants. So you're very stupid for saying that, right? You got to understand that there's a difference here. There's levels to this shit, you dummy. All right. I was the one controlling the informants, right? Getting the information, building the cases, putting people in jail, etc. Because anyone that's a good agent, anyone that's a good investigator always has informants. At one time, I was controlling 10 plus different informants signed up with CI numbers and all that shit. Right. Which is very, a lot of paperwork for anyone that is, has been on the job, understands controlling informants is a pain in the ass. I was out here doing shit. I was out in the streets making cases. OK, I didn't get a director's award for nothing. And yes, this is one thing I am extremely arrogant and cocky about because I was actually out here doing these fucking cases. I was doing racketeering cases. I was doing terrorism cases. I was doing national security cases, doing human smuggling, drug trafficking, uh, you know, OCDF cases, all that shit. Acronyms that you guys probably don't even know. But that's why I'm able to speak the way that I speak. So L for you, my friend. Uh, anyway. Yeah. But no, I, I just uh, when people say that shit, it's it's hilarious. It's hilarious. I've, I've rescued children from fucking child pedophiles. I've done all kinds of shit. So that's why I speak the way that I do, uh, because I know what the fuck I'm talking about, man. Uh, anyway, so, um, okay, so we're going to go ahead, guys. What the hell is this shit? Okay, so you guys are probably wondering, yo, they were in, uh, they were in Houston, right? They were there for a party. So I got an Instagram story here that I want to show you all real fast, okay? Um, and I'm going to drag it on screen for you guys here. So this is from... Quavo, uh, his Instagram, right? The night before, if I can move this thing, there we go. I'll enlarge it for you guys and show it, put on screen. Now, this is their Instagram story the night before. Okay, so obviously they went to the jewelry, right? And then this is later on. All right, so who's this right here next to him? This is uh, Jay Prince, guys. If you guys don't know who he is, he is the son, right? He's Jay Prince Jr., so he's the son of Jay Prince from Rap a Lot Records, okay? AKA Mob Ties. And you can see a firearm right there in the middle of the console. Right there, you can see it right right here. Okay, which is, I mean, there are open carry uh, laws in Texas, but I mean, I wouldn't do that, but you know, it is what it is to each their own, I guess. Now we get down. Got the birthday boy with me. Yeah, also. Yeah, we on the field. Okay. So you can see back here, okay, keep in mind uh, <laughs> this individual right here, okay? Because this guy's going to come up later, all right? And I know some of y'all in the chat already know who that is. Or Jazz Prince or whatever it is. E either way, it's one of the guys from, uh, from Rap-A-Lot, guys. I mean. 
Yeah, we on the field. That's not really relevant to the story. Okay. All right, so let me remove. Okay. So that was that was um them earlier that day, right? Earlier that evening. Cruising. So let's see here. So we're gonna go ahead and go through the uh TMZ article here. All right. All right. So Takeoff's death, new video shows armed man and crowd. Cops say he's a person of interest, okay, in fatal shooting. All right. An armed man standing just feet away from Takeoff and Quavo moments before the fatal shots is, and you know what? Let me enlarge this for y'all so you can read it better. Uh, an armed man standing just feet away from Takeoff and Quavo moments before the fatal shots is now a person of interest in the rapper's death TMZ has learned, okay? We obtained this video, a new angle of what uh, went down only seconds prior to the gunfire, and you can see a man dressed in black with a black satchel and a hand handgun in his right hip pocket, okay? And here you guys can see, you can see the firearm clearly right here being held. This is right before the, sh the sh shots went off. You can clearly see the weapon in the man's pocket. He has his hand on it as Quavo was involved in a heated discussion that preceded the gunfire, okay? This is the guy right here. There's his face. In fact, Quavo, in the bright orange shirt, Walks behind the man two seconds before the first shot is fired. Now, there's nothing in the video proving the man fired the first shot, but about five seconds later, he is seen raising his weapon and seemingly firing it. It's unclear where Takeoff or Quavo were in relation to him at that moment. Uh, Houston PD tells us they have seen this video and have deemed the man a person of interest. They have not identified him yet. Now, I don't believe that they haven't identified him yet. They definitely know who he is because everybody else fucking knows who he is. All right. Um, Someone already put it in. Yeah, that's Quavo's cousin. <laughs> Let's see if someone... Uh, uh, chat, go ahead. Who, who is it, guys? Go ahead. I see you on the chat. Go ahead. Just say who it is. Who is it? As a reported, takeoff was standing a few feet behind Quavo early Tuesday morning outside the Houston bowling alley when things got heated. Okay? Uh, And... Let's see here. Let's see what the chat's saying. All right, guys. Yes, Jazz Prince is in the car with him. Okay, go, guys. Cool, cool, cool. That, that's fine. That's fine. It's not really relevant to the to the situation like that. All right, because I and I know what some of y'all. You know, let's. Uh, I can handle this rumor right now because I know a lot of you guys are saying like, "Oh, yo, they were conspiring. Uh, they they set them up to kill them." Blah blah blah. Those are rumors. At this point, right? We don't know if that's true, right? We we know that there's a couple of individuals of interest. I would say two for sure. Um, that were involved in the shooting and it looked like it was an accident, okay? But uh, yes, yes, Migo Bands, I see what y'all see, yeah. So that's who the people think it is, okay? And if you guys remember, right, let me pull up that video for y'all one more time. Okay. Hold on, let me share this with y'all. Y'all can see. Got the birthday boy with me. Yeah. Same hat, right? The chain, the dreads, same outfit, okay? Versus, hold on. If you guys look, hold on. Let me rewind it just a little bit. Yeah, also. He's wearing a Mariner's hat with the yeah, green brim, with the teal brim, right? So one more time, get a good look at it, guys. You can see right there, Seattle Mariners, teal brim. Yeah, also. Looks like he's wearing a Dickie shirt. Yeah, we on the field. Boom. Then, right, the only thing that's missing really is that satchel. 
Hold on, I'll pull it back up for y'all. Give me one sec, guys. I got a million screens open right now. All right, let's share this back. Boom. You guys look. Here he is right here. Same hat. Same dreads. The only thing that's missing is the satchel, but he ended up having that on later on. This satchel right here. But see, same guy. Migo Bands. All right. Who's a part of their team. Yeah, I can see clearly the firearm right here. Okay, and I'm going to show you guys the video right here. Hold on. Give me one sec. I got it right here, guys. Because I'm going to play the video from this news thing versus playing it from TMZ because TMZ is kind of lame on that. They, they'll, they'll hit you with a copyright immediately. Actually, you know what? Here, and then, okay. So the first article I showed y'all, that was on November 2nd. Then I'm going to show you guys this one that just came out. And then we're going to play the video, all right? So the TMZ also released this one two days later, all right? So we had this first one here on November 2nd, all right? So they got this footage pretty quick, right? 8.21 a.m. Then, 11.4, uh, 1 a.m., okay? Uh, cops piecing together beef that led to fatal shooting, all right? So here we go. This is what the argument was about, guys. I know it's going to be wild. Cops are trying to piece together the argument that escalated to the point of gunfire and the fatal shooting of takeoff, and the triviality of the whole thing is just mind-boggling. Law enforcement sources tell us angry words were exchanged between Quavo and others after he lost in a dice game at the bowling alley. We're told they took the argument outside and somehow they began jawboning over who could beat who at basketball. <sighs> that lines up with the video obtained by TMZ in which you hear Quavo become increasingly frustrated talking about basketball and ensuring the group he'd win. From there is when things hit a breaking point. Quavo breaks to, begins to walk away, and then our sources say a punch was thrown. Suddenly, at least 10 shots ring out. It appears multiple weapons were fired, striking three people, take off fatally. Okay. Y'all can see. Eagle bands here pretty much, more than likely. No arrests have been made, and cops haven't publicly named the suspect. However, in another video obtained by TMZ, you see one man in the group holding and then raising his gun. Cops tell us he's currently a person of interest, and they already knew who this guy is. They just What, what the cops more than likely want to do here is they want to have multiple witnesses corroborating the same exact set of facts. They probably already know who this guy is. They just want to get as many people coming forward saying, yo, it was him, yo, it was him, yo, it was him, because what happens is, right, when it comes to identifying you know, suspects and crimes and everything else like that, the more witnesses you have, okay, that can come forward and say, yo, he was the person, he was the person, he was the person. What that does, guys, is it makes that testimony more credible because more people are able to independently corroborate it, okay? So this is how it works when it comes to witness testimony in cases. Number one, they're going to look at the credibility of the witness, right? So if you got a drug trafficker, for example, right, and he says, yo, uh, he gave me 10 keys and then I transported it here and I got caught and that's how y'all caught me with the 10 keys. Well, one criminal testimony more than likely is not going to be enough. They're going to need other people. This is where conspiracy cases start to flourish, racketeering cases, because if you get multiple people, let's say he was with one or two other individuals and you had surveillance and you have an informant and you potentially were you know, tracking the phones, etc. When he tells you, yo, I was traveling with 10 kilos of coke and then two other conspirators say the same thing. Yeah, he was traveling with 10 kilos of coke. And then on top of that, you got physical surveillance to corroborate it. Maybe you had a plane up in the air. Maybe you had uh, you were tracking his phone, whatever it is. Now that criminal's testimony becomes a lot more what? Credible, because even though he's a criminal, he's been convicted of a bunch of crimes. He's not a, a, a reliable witness, right? Because he's lied under oath, maybe, or he's just a felon in general. 
you have other right pieces of evidence that independently corroborate what he's saying, which makes the testimony more credible. Now, I say all that to spin it back and let y'all know, right? The more people that could come forward and point the finger at Migo Bands or whoever this individual is, more than likely just from y'all seeing the photos and everything else, it looks like it's him, right? I could say conclusively, we're 95% sure that that's our guy, right? The more people that come back, come in and, and point him and say, yo, that was him, Migo Bands, blah, blah, blah. They're going to show him a photo array or whatever. They're going to be like, they're going to be like, okay, boom, we got our fucking guy. Okay. So I guarantee you, they already have him identified. They probably got him under surveillance. They probably know where the fuck he's at at this point. Maybe they're even tracking his phone at this point, right? Because he would be considered someone who uh, has the means, right, to travel. He, I don't think he's from Texas. I think he's from Georgia originally. So they want to know where the hell he's at. And they're more than likely, what I'm thinking is one of two things is going to happen. This is my prediction, of course. But it's either they're going to convene a grand jury, right? Which when you convene a grand jury, you get a bunch of people, right? Just like kind of like it's it's like a jury for like a like a trial. They come in and the you know the investigator goes in. He says, "Yo, this is the facts of the case." He's there with the prosecutor, you know, and they you know establish all the elements of the crime. They talk about the facts of the case, how they came to that conclusion. Yo, we have twenty witnesses that were at this establishment that identified the you know Migo Bands as the potential shooter, etc. Cool. They get a true bill. That go they that true bill gets them an arrest warrant. They go ahead. Uh, and they go serve that arrest warrant, go pick him up. Now, you guys are probably wondering, I said earlier, right? Yo, are the feds going to be involved? Well, there's two ways that I can see the feds being involved in this. Number one, when they get a arrest warrant for him and he's not in the state of Texas, they're going to have to go ahead and get the U.S. Marshals involved, okay? Because now he's uh, he's considered like kind of like almost a fugitive, right? Because uh, he's not in the state of Texas. So they have to go ahead and get the U.S. Marshals involved to go get them because uh, Texas law enforcement doesn't have the authority to go get them in another state, right? Then if they're able to establish, right, that he's running from the police, then what they could do is they can go ahead and call the FBI and get something called an unlawful flight to avoid prosecution warrants, okay, which is also known as a UFAP, okay? And that pretty much makes it a federal crime where if you know that you've been indicted or charged and you don't turn yourself in, and you're uh, unlawfully flighting prosecution. Now, the FBI can come can uh, can come in because you're affecting interstate nexus and go ahead and get you. And why that's so important is because now they, the the state of Texas can use federal resources, right, of the FBI or any other federal agency, to be honest, that has like some type of investigative authority to go get this fucking guy, right? But typically, a lot of times they'll go to the bureau. Uh, and then also they'll have the U.S. Marshals involved as well. And that will give the U.S. Marshals a little bit more authority to go after him as well, because now they got a federal warrant for him. OK, so that is how it. that's how I think it's going to play out. And I think that's what's going to happen uh, as far as um, get that guy out of here. <laughs> I'm how are you going to tell me it's wrong when I'm telling you how the federal system works and how they could potentially be involved in this situation? <laughs> so. Um, so that's what may happen if uh, if he's not in the state at the time. But more than likely, they know who it is. They're either A, getting that grand jury convened, or the other option is they can sub submit something called a criminal complaint. And a criminal complaint, guys, is an affidavit written by an investigator, right? You can do this at the federal or the state level. And they cite all the facts in their investigation, and then they go ahead and give it to a judge. And if the judge approves it, they can go ahead. They'll get assigned. Hey, do you swear everything is true to the best of your knowledge, right? So help you God, boom. Yes, signs it. Agent signs it, or in this case, the detective signs it. 
and then he gets an arrest warrant and then he can go get him on that. So those are the two main ways to charge someone, right? And then there's a third, which is an information, but we're not going to talk about an information because nine out of 10 times when someone gets charged with the information, which is the prosecutor basically charging you directly without a grand jury being involved, uh, they're cooperating nine out of 10 times. So we're not going to even go down that road. But uh, anyway, uh, so uh, add this back to the stream. Uh, so yeah, so he's a person of interest, right? This guy. Takeoff's Migos uh, groupmates have not yet made public statements about his death, which, you know, for obvious reasons, you know, that you never know, right? Because obviously associates were involved. There was a shooting. They don't want to necessarily implicate anybody else because it looks like this was uh, him getting shot by an associate. So I could see why they wouldn't want to talk to the authorities here, but you know, it is what it is. That's where the witnesses need to come in, right? And just so y'all know, right after he passed away, the autopsy, the official uh, autopsy out of the Harris County, right? Because this um, Houston is in Harris County. Um, following an autopsy by the Harris County Institute of Forensics, uh, Forensic Sciences in Houston, authorities announced on Wednesday that Takeoff died from gunshot wounds to the head and torso. Okay, that's very important uh, to note. And I'm going to come in and talk about the second angle that the feds are more than likely going to be involved in this investigation should it go down this route, which I see this is the more likely route, right? Um. So let's go ahead. This news uh, portion plays the clip of the actual shooting. Okay, moments right before the shooting. Because TMZ is kind of lame, so I'm going to play it from the news thing. Thanks for joining us tonight. We begin with some new information in the tragic shooting death of rapper Takeoff, a member of the popular group Migos. Two days after his murder here in Houston, the medical examiner officially ruling his death a homicide. And this is all coming, Rashi, as the new video shows a possible person of interest who police are now looking for. Fox 26's Sherman DeSalle continuing our coverage tonight. Yeah, this new video obtained by TMZ does not show who fired the fatal shot, but it does show takeoff in a crowd of people where there could have been multiple guns. It also shows how quickly violence can escalate. Who fired the shots that killed? And as you guys can see, let me play that back a little bit. You can tell from the cadence of the shots that there's more than one gun going off. Violence can escalate. Who fired the shots that killed global rap star Takeoff is still a mystery tonight, but new video shows someone police are interested in talking to. TMZ released footage that shows an unidentified man standing near rappers Quavo and Takeoff with a gun in his pocket. There is right there. You guys can see the free shot right there. This was while Quavo got into an argument with someone over a dice game. A scuffle starts. Then you can see that same man with that gun drawn and you hear gunshots. Still can't tell who fired the first shot. Yeah. Uh, but Let me we know rewind it back so y'all can get a better starts. view then of the you gun. You can see that same man with boom. There he is right there. You can see the hand, the gun right there. Same guy. That gun drawn, and you hear gunshots. And he and he's retreating, right? So it looks like he's running away because he's getting shot at as well, right? Because he's backing up, right? But the issue with that is obviously you could tell, and I'll tell y'all this right now too. Look, as you can see from the way he's holding the gun. A scuffle starts. Then you can see that same man with that. I could tell from the way he's holding the gun. He's not really trained, guys. Right. Doesn't have a nice firm grip on the gun all the way up. He's using kind of one hand. It's canted to the side a bit, you know, and, and explains why, you know, and he's kind of retreating as he's shooting and he's not necessarily even looking down the sights. Right. He's not looking at, at what he's trying to shoot at. Right. And because he's trying to retreat, he's getting shot at as, as well. Right. Because obviously, you know, 2020 hindsight, of course, you're going to run away, run away, too. But this is where you would want to take cover. 
right? So you could tell just from the way he's holding the gun, his maneuvering, etc. He's not really trained. Gun drawn, and you hear gunshots. Still can't tell who fired the first shot, uh, but we know after that first shot, there were roughly 10 more shots. Police say they are aware of this video, and this unidentified man is a person of interest. They know who the hell he is. Like I told y'all before, my, my estimate is... They know who he is. They just want more people to come forward and identify the same guy so that they can say in their criminal complaint or in their affidavit or in their indictment or whatever it is that they decide to go ahead and charge him with. Yo, we know it is this individual because we have 20 witnesses that identified him. You can't really refute 20 witnesses regardless. They could all be crackheads. But if they're all saying the same thing and they got the footage and they know what he was wearing that day, bro. I'm telling you, they already know who it is. They're saying it's a person of interest so that more people come forward and identify the same person. Typical police tactic. There's also speculation that multiple guns were fired. TMZ executive producer Charles Ladebaudier says that they anticipated more people to send information that could help police figure out what happened early Tuesday at 810 Billiards and Bowling. A private party had already ended that night with at least 40 people in attendance. Migos' record label, Quality Control Music, and its CEO, Pierre Thomas, released statements in regards to the shooting. Part of it reads, quote, Senseless violence and a stray bullet has taken another life from this world, and we are devastated. Please respect his family and friends as we all continue to process this monumental loss. Fans also share their grief for a recording artist that left a lasting impression. Traumatic things, tragic things happen to them. Uh, their fans feel it also. And I've certainly seen plenty of that emotion being poured out uh, on social media. Now, we're still waiting to hear from Houston police to see if they have any more evidence on this case, including possible surveillance video. This is a business off of San Jacinto that's surrounded by cameras. They definitely have the surveillance footage. Like, And again, the police guys are playing stupid in this situation. And the reason why, guys, is because they already know who the fuck uh, the shooters were, right? But they just want more people to come forward so that they can go ahead and get more corroborating evidence. All right. So uh, also, we're going to go ahead. I'm going to play this from our boy, DJ Academic. Shout out to him, guys. And just so y'all know, this is off of Reddit. You know, on Reddit, they always, you know, solving cases over there. So shout out to the Reddit. Shout out to the chat guys over at DJ Academics um, that they solved this case over that stream. Go check it out on Twitch if you guys want. Like I said, this is kind of a summary. I'm going to put the timestamps in it, a little bit more of an overview of all the facts that are going on. But I'm going to go ahead and play this portion right here for you guys. Okay. Uh, and shout out to Academics. My enlarge this for y'all. I think I should be able to enlarge it here. Nope, of course not. Uh, let me refresh this. As you guys can see, I got a million tabs here. All right. I'm going to go ahead and just make this larger for you guys. DJ Academic says Migo's affiliated name me, named Migo Bands could be the shooter. Same dude in the car behind Quavo, which I showed y'all before in the story. Okay. Largest for y'all, so it's better. Okay. Oh, hold on. No sound. You're like, nigga, it's, it's a nigga with the fucking Jerry Curl. Like, clear, like, we don't got to talk in codes no more, nigga. Like, nigga, it's, it's a nigga with the fucking Jerry Curls in the back of the car who shot, nigga. Like, the biggest, the biggest. <laughs> You guys can see him. Boom. There's him in the satchel right there in this shot, though. And the other shot that I showed y'all, he didn't have the satchel. Might have been on his lap or whatever. He didn't have it wrapped around his uh, his shoulder. But in this, you can see it right there. Why the hell is it? Hmm. Hold on one second, guys. 
Watts is a nigga with the fucking Jerry Curls in the back of the car who shot nigga. Like, the biggest, the biggest. Why the hell? Oh, this is just this person's video. Okay. Fast forward. So you see someone pulls out the gun, one shot fired. We're going to talk about that guy in the yellow hoodie, too. The shooter backs up. See, here he is. The only thing is, if if he's the shooter, the only person in front of him is is takeoff. This is takeoff right here. Yep. Because I'm going to tell you what we're going to do with this stream. <laughs> so, now, now we're going to go into the second individual, okay, guys? That could be the potential shooter. And this is going to be a guy named Little Cam the Fifth. All right. Now, as y'all can see here in this footage, here's takeoff right here. This is during the altercation. All right. Play this for y'all. Enlarge this. The analyzation of the takeoff murder footage. The yellow hoodie. The guy wearing the. Bam. Y'all can see right there. Okay. Looks like uh, the top portion of a firearm. The yellow hoodie seems to have a gun in his hand. All right. And he was standing right next to takeoff. Right. Takeoff's walking by. And you see the guy in the yellow hoodie making suspicious moves towards takeoff. It seems like. And you see. So he's right in the crossfire, guys. He's in between two different individuals that got guns. All right. So I can see how this goes ahead. And uh, can lead to a very, uh, you know, we call this the, you know, like a almost like a fatal funnel type situation. Okay, crossfire. All right. Now, in police tactics, guys. All right. In police tactics, and I'll show you all this real fast. When you're dealing with a, sub, a suspect, you always come in on a tactical L. Why do you come in on an L? The reason why is because it avoids the crossfire. So you approach the individual straight on, and then your partner approaches him from the side. Okay, and the reason for that is that so if y'all shoot him, the bullets aren't going to hit it. Aren't you guys aren't going to have any type of crossfire? Okay, so you come and you face him directly, and then your partner fans out and goes uh, goes across the side. But as y'all can see here, takeoff is walking right in the middle of two people, right that are armed. All right, now I'm assuming more than likely he knew that the, the Migo Bands his boy was armed. Right. Normally, when you're with your camp or whatever, you know who who has the gun. I mean, that's just common, uh, you know, safety procedure. Right. Like uh, when I was in when I, when I was um, an agent, for example. Right. And I will fly armed. Right. Federal agents and federal officers, you know, are able to fly armed with their farms. Right. To, to do their job. Um, what you would have to do a lot of times when you check in is you got to make sure if there was an air marshal or someone else on the plane that was also armed, another federal agent, you would know who they are, you know, where they're sitting, whatever, to avoid crossfire. Right. Because. That's just how it is. You know, when you're uh, a law enforcement officer and you're involved in a situation where uh, there's chaos or whatever, you want to make sure you know who else has a gun, who else is armed so that you don't shoot each other or there's not a, what we call a blue on blue incident. OK, when this situation, right, uh, he's unaware, I guess, or maybe he just wasn't thinking because Quavo was involved in a, in a scuffle and he's like, hey, I got to help. So he goes in and he gets just caught in the crossfire. Let's keep rolling the footage, though. 
And we got uh, almost 5,000 of you guys watching right now, man. Um, thank you for watching. Uh, just do me a quick favor, guys, and uh, like the video because it took a while to put this all together. So just like the video, show some support. You don't got to donate a dollar to the show. And, uh, you know, rest in peace to take off and, uh, you know, condolences to his family. Migo Bands right here. So take off is walking towards Migo Bands. He's walking past him, right? And Migo Bands is walking towards Takeoff. You see the guy in the yellow hoodie looking at Takeoff in that direction and looking at Migo Bands. Look like Migo Bands got his eyes on the guy in the yellow hoodie. And the guy in the yellow hoodie starts to run right behind Takeoff. There he go. He right behind Takeoff now. Now you see what I'm saying. Look, look I'm going to run it back for you. He runs off into the bowling alley after he runs behind Takeoff. Look. Now, the guy in the white right there. He got the hell out of there, man. Yeah, it's takeoff, okay? You see Migo Bands coming up, and then you see the guy in the yellow hoodie running behind takeoff. Who is this guy right here in his white shirt? I'll tell you who he is. He's the guy that was holding takeoff's legs, trying to pick him up after the incident. What? The shooting. Yeah, which was a little strange for him to be doing that. Happens on the third floor. Why was this? And this is Quavo right here. Guy in his white shirt and jeans trying to pick up Takeoff's body. He was trying to pick him up by his feet. Was he going to pack the body all the way downstairs or something? Because they was on the third floor, man. I'm trying to figure out why was he doing it. For it to be a wild shootout, the guy in the white shirt and the blue jeans stood there the whole time like it was nothing going on. Right. And also the guy in the V loan with. The All right. So the most important thing, guys, right. Just to rewind it back so y'all could see it. Is this guy. Guy in the yellow, hoodie. the yellow hoodie seems to have a gun in his hand. All right. And he was standing right next to take off. Right. Take off walking by. So y'all can see too already why this is bad, because you got two individuals that are armed that. We're more than likely potentially. Well, we know for sure Migo Bans was shooting. We don't know if he shot, but he had a gun. Okay. And the other thing, too, I want to let y'all know is that um, one of the shots, right, that hit takeoff, hit him in the torso and went through his arm, which is indicative of a more of a of a closer of a closer type shot. Okay. Shot at a at a closer range. So again, speculation. We don't know yet, but it is very plausible for him to be a shooter as well. Little Cam, all right? And this is this is him right here. His, uh, or Big Cam, whatever they call him. Uh, here's his, and also something also interesting I want y'all to know as well, okay, is you look at both of their Instagrams, this Little Cam the Fifth, right? AKA the Fifth Ward. Account is private. And then Migo Bands, account is private. Eh, you know, they're probably getting a whole bunch of hate DMs right now, so I understand. But, Interesting as well, right? So, uh, also, so now that we know, we got two potential individuals, right? That that could be the shooters, right? We don't know for sure, but it looks that way. So what can they actually be charged with? Okay, well, guys, um, they could be charged with more than likely it's going to be manslaughter, okay? And we're here on the actual capital.texas.gov. This is the official, official shit. Chapter 19, offenses against the person, criminal homicide, all right? Because remember, I want to let y'all know this right now. The feds do not do homicide investigations. The state does homicide investigations. The only time feds get involved in homicide investigations is if it affects interstate nexus typically or it's a part of some other federal crime. For example, let's say I rob a bank. 
right? With with Luna here, right? We rob a bank, all right? She would probably get caught immediately. But the point <laughs> I'm trying to make is let's say we rob a bank and then she, oh shit, and she goes in and she shoots someone. Okay. Now we're going to go ahead and get hit with bank robbery as well as murder because we killed someone during the commission of a federal crime, all right? Or if you're a drug trafficker and you kill someone during the commission of a drug trafficking crime or you are racketeering as a part of racketeering activity, a part of an organized criminal activity, then you go ahead and get get hit with homicide. But when it comes to homicide as far as like a one-off or premeditated murder, I'm killing my wife for insurance money or some shit like that, and it doesn't affect interstate commerce, nine out of 10 times is going to be the state that takes it, okay? Now, I say all that to say that the only way I foresee the feds being involved uh, in this investigation, besides the uh, scenario I gave you guys before, where Meagle Bands is identified or this other guy, the, uh, Lil Cam, right? And they, they leave the state of Texas, and then the, uh, the state investigators have to get the marshals involved and the fe- uh, potentially the FBI involved to get a UFAP warrant, right? Unlawful f- uh, flight to, prov- uh, to prevent prosecution, to avoid prosecution, right? The second scenario, guys, is they're going to go ahead and do... Uh, they would do firearm analysis, okay? And what I mean by this is, since there were multiple firearms going off at the same time, they're going to need to be able to identify the gun that actually killed Takeoff. Now, you guys are probably wondering, how are they able to do that? So the way they're able to do it, guys, is they do a ballistics test, okay? They can do it through the ATF, which the ATF has a whole, you know, they're the lead agency when it comes to firearms in the United States, right? The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, okay? ATF, uh, under the Department of Justice, and what they can do is, is they can do something where they could take the shell casings from Takeoff's body, right? And if they can get the guns, which I guarantee you, they probably have the guns in custody already at this point, because they already know who, who these two individuals are. They probably have the guns seized at this point. What they can do is, unless those guys got rid of them, but if they got rid of them, then, well, we got you on footage with the guns. You're destroying evidence, obstructing investigation. Uh, congratulations. Now you got yourself another felony, my friend. <laughs> So what they can do is, guys, to identify if what how the firearm, how the bullets came from a certain firearm is every time a uh, bullet is fired through a, a firearm, right, or ammunition, it creates almost a fingerprint. Okay, it creates groves and a pattern on the bullet. Okay, and it's think of it as like a distinctive fingerprint for that gun. All right. So when they fire the gun, right, with the bullets, it leaves a distinct pattern. So they're able to trace back that pattern to that firearm. So if those patterns right? Match up to the bullets found to take off's body. Well, they'll be able to pretty much identify which gun shot, which bullets and, uh, and which bullets actually killed him. All right. Which the headshot I think was a fatal one. So that is going to be what they're probably most interested in identifying the bullets uh, in his head, where, where that came from, where those, where those bullets, what gun that those bullets came from. If that makes sense. Okay. So that's how they trace it back. Essentially the bullets leave a pattern from the farm that it was shot from, they can replicate that by test firing the guns with the same with the ammunition and then look compare the groove patterns to the bullets found at the crime scene. Done. That's how they're able to effectively link a firearm to a body. Guys, like the fucking video. Alright, so let's go back to the Texas Penal Code. Alright. Uh all right. So chapter 19, criminal homicide, right? So they got different types of murder, right? You got murder one, etc., right? Where it's like, you know, it's the most serious shit, capital murder, right? Um, but we're going to go into manslaughter because this is what this is more than likely going to be. Okay. And it's right here. Okay. A person commits an offense if he recklessly causes the death of an individual, which 
Textbook, this is essentially what's going on in this case. Okay. An offense under this section is a felony of the second degree. All right. Now, what are the defenses to manslaughter? Okay. Uh, well, the defenses, guys, are <clears throat> the insanity defense, which, you know, that almost never, that's always an L, right? More than likely. But because, I mean, if you got Jeffrey Dahmer over here eating people and they still gave him an L, it ain't going to work for him either. All right. That's going to definitely be. So then next, you got self defense. Well, in this case, right? Self-defense might be a viable option because, right, like, let's say one of these guys gets arrested. Yo, they were shooting guns. I didn't know I was trying to help my guy. Um, my guy was in danger. But what they're going to obviously be able to point back at and say, yo, oh, let me enlarge this for you guys, by the way. Okay. And Texas is a stand your ground state, guys, which means you're under no duty to retreat. Okay. If your life is in danger, Florida is like that as well. Okay. Stand your ground state. All right. Well, more gun friendly. Everyone has a gun in Texas. OK, but uh, the thing, the, the problem that, uh, you know, these guys are going to run into is that you killed someone in the process that wasn't necessarily a threat to you. OK, so that's where the manslaughter situation is going to hit them. All right. And then he of passion defense, which is, this one is a little different. He of passion, just that response motivated by immediate and intense emotion. In Texas, this offense is often used to persuade a jury that you responded the way you did due to some extreme rage or fear. The key to this offense is the presence of adequate provocation. The situation must be such that a reasonable person in the passion of that moment naturally responded to the situation. The crime must be have occurred almost immediately with no cooling off period. Additionally, when not provoked by the situation, you must not have previously attempted or conspired to commit the same act. This type of defense is difficult to prove and is usually used in cases of murder as a means to reduce the charge to manslaughter. It can also be used as a mitigating factor if convicted of murder or manslaughter. In Texas, like elsewhere, the state recognizes the difference between premeditated murder and manslaughter as a response to immediate, intense rage or fear, and sentences can reflect the same so that the punishment fits the crime. Aside from the, these three defenses, Doug Murphy will work to weaken, and this is the defense attorney, right? Uh and he's in Houston, right? So th these guys might need to hit this nigga up right here, okay? <laughs> so, but the point, this right here, this is actually a very strange, I've, I've never heard of this. Um, it's not very common, but this is something like extreme, guys. You probably won't run into this often. This is more like, you know, you walk into a house and, you know, you see your daughter being assaulted by someone. Like, okay, I can see that. Like, oh, my, I'm killing this guy, right? And you just shoot his ass and, and kill him. Uh, that might be a situation because it's like, it, you know, even though, yeah, that, that could be a potential situation where that could work. But I mean, yeah, this is a very uh, unorthodox offense that you I've never seen this before. But hey, man, every state is different, guys. You know, states like Texas like this that are more red typically tend to be more pro-gun, more self-defense, more stand your ground, etc. They're going to have more defenses like this. You ain't going to find nothing like that in New York, though. I'll tell you that. You ain't going to find nothing like that in California or, or uh, <laughs> New Jersey. None of that shit. Um, so, OK. Uh, you know what? We can read some of these chats real fast. Can you start highlighting some of them for me, mm -hmm. uh, Luna? Uh, and thank you guys so much for the support, man. Don't forget to like the video, by the way, guys. Okay? <clears throat> and I'll read some of these chats. And then I'll give you guys my final assessment here. Uh, comment Texas W. Yep. Shout out to Texas, man. Great state. I lived there for many years. Um, and you know what? Actually, I could get some of these chats here. I'll refresh the page. Uh, okay. Yeah, do, do the chats, the colored ones. Yeah, it's she's fishing for him, guys. Yeah, shout out to 1090 Jake, by the way, guys, as well. Um, oh, I got some of them here. Okay, Jay, uh, Junior Varsity 22 goes, he goes, uh, Lil Cam is dead. So, okay, 
There's some rumors about this that he's uh, that he got killed in the fifth ward or whatever. From what I've been seeing, people are saying he's alive in Texas. They're saying that he's he's hiding out because of obviously there's a lot of heat on him right now. Okay, uh, Michael Trusty, two K likes, and I will bless the chat. Yes, guys, please like the video. Uh, there's what almost five thousand y'all watching right now. You guys could be anywhere else in the world, so I appreciate it. And if you guys like criminal uh, case breakdowns like this, I cover you know hip hop cases, I cover um, celebrity cases. I've, d- I've done Jeffrey Epstein, Elaine Maxwell, or Kelly. Um, I did the YSL Rico. I broke that down. I did the six, nine Takashi case. I do every single type of case that y'all really could think of. Um, I actually do a lot of requests as well. So uh, if you like this type of stuff, man, go ahead and check it out. I don't think there's anyone else on YouTube. That's a former fed that actually did these investigations, uh, themselves going ahead and giving you guys insight. Like I'm giving y'all, uh, we got here three diglets, uh, goes, uh, low cam, AK yellow hoodie was killed. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly. Uh, from what I'm getting my, my Intel, I've done some research on this. He's still very alive guys. He's just hiding out because he knows that the heat is on him. Uh, three diglets goes, you had one job, Luna. Yes. She <laughs> stupid. Um, poop, poop, uh, Papa Lottie goes, and why did the guy in the Vlon duck so early? That's Mike Prince, 16 year old son. They were strategically placed around takeoff. It was a backdoor hit and the video was edited out. Okay, so I guess this is where the conspiracy theories can come in. I did the Casanova case views from the kid. I already did it. Uh, Check out the channel. I'll show you all some of the videos that I've done. But I already did the Casanova case. And I actually predicted that he was going to plead guilty over almost a year ago. Um, So, I mean, y'all can say that, bro. From from what I have, the information that I have, I don't think uh, mob ties and, and the Prince family was involved in this. I think it was just a really bad situation where you had individuals that were not trained in firearms firing at each other and uh, take off, unfortunately, getting in the middle. That's what I think happened. And, and I'll keep it a thousand with you. A lot of these rappers are, don't got good aim, bro. They don't train with firearms, man. They'll just have a gun, but they, they ain't been in a range ever, <laughs> you know? So this is why it's so important to train. Like the video, Ninjas. That's from Michael Trollstein. Yes, guys, please like the video. Uh, big app meets top, t- top Jew. Yes or yes. Okay. Would you move to Plano, Texas from LA County? Uh, it depends on why you're moving, my friend, because Plano, Texas is kind of boring. Uh, Geospace engineer, 50 bucks. Hey, Martin, I was in Houston when this happened, not too far from the area. Met Fresh today and got uh, lock in with Eric to come to the pod backstage this Friday. Coming up, looking forward to meeting you, brother. All right, cool, man. I look forward to meeting you as well, my friend. Honor uh, 1010 goes, Boonox in real life, SMH. Yeah, it happens, bro. Uh, Nav Geek goes, I'm a snitch too. I didn't mean it in a bad way, G. Okay. Uh, Nav G. Nav Geek. Uh, Nick E goes, message deleted. Yeah, I, guys, my thing is, I'm big on this channel about telling guys to do the right thing. If y'all are one of these street people that like hate cops or hate feds or whatever, get the fuck off my channel, bro. I, I mean, th- I do this channel for fun. For fun. I don't do this for money or for a cloud or whatever. This channel is pure enjoyment. I, 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 I you know, it brings me back to the job. I enjoy breaking these cases down, giving you guys a different insight. So for me, this is like a, a passion, a hobby of mine. So if you have people going to come in here and say, Martin, you're a snitch or fuck you or whatever. It's like, I have less tolerance for that fuckery on this channel. Like on Fresh and Fit. Okay. I get it. You know, it's a million ch- sub channel. We're going to have haters. It is what it is over here. Bruh, don't kill my vibe. Go somewhere else. If you want to talk about that street shit and call me a, a snitch or whatever, get the fuck out of here. This is, this is a pro, uh, pro police, pro cop channel. If y'all don't like it, go suck a dick. All right. I always back the blue. Uh, Rex means goes thought the girls couldn't say anything because of an NDA. Uh, mm, I mean, in situations like this, where there's a criminal investigation, probably going to be overridden. And I guarantee you, they didn't make those chicks sign NDAs, bro. Guarantee G man, bro. You think Jay Prince and his people catching a Rico? Uh, I don't know, man. 
I don't know. I, I I'm not aware of any criminal activity that uh that he's involved in. I do know that there was like a rumor that uh the feds asked six nine about him. Uh, but yeah, I mean it's not easy to build a Rico case, guys. That's why when I see someone get hit with a federal Rico, I'm like, oh, that's a wrap for you, bro. Uh, R.I.P. to Aaron Carter too. Yes, rest in peace to him and condolences to his family. Candace M. We almost lost Kadak and Boozy to gun violence this year as well. Yes, we did. They both got shot. Young Trey ninety six goes. I didn't always like the Migos music, but this news made me sad that things like this happen to young rappers. R.I.P. Takeoff. He was two years older than me. I know, man. I know it's sad, bro. And the crazy part is, is guys, this shooting happened for a couple of reasons: over a dice game, over arguing over pickup basketball. And dudes that don't know what the fuck they're doing when it comes to firearms training. Holy shit. That's really what it was. This was a big L for the, the, the idiots that had the firearms that aren't trained, right? That don't understand. Always keep the gun pointed in a safe direction. Finger always off the trigger. Don't pull the trigger and shoot unless you intend, uh, unless you know where your bullets are going and you intend to destroy your target and everything beyond it. But this guy, he's running, shooting, looking around and shit. Like, what the fuck is going on here? Zero firearms and tactical training. Zero. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Myra, can you do a breakdown of SPM case? Uh, I don't know who SPM is. That's from Cheech Boa. Kevin Thomas, you need to condemn Axe slash Nico's actions that night. At least you are folded into the actions that makes you us believe you were in on it snickering in the background. All right, listen, Kevin Thomas. I don't give a fuck what you think, bro. I've said this before and I'll say it again. My loyalty to my friends overrides what the fuck you think. Okay? Now, were Sneeko and Act wrong in that situation? Yeah. And Sneeko apologized to it. It is what it is. But I'm not going to go ahead and cut ties with them because they made a fucking mistake, bro. We're all human. Okay? So it is what it is. They made fun of a girl for having a deep-ass voice. Woo! Okay. Who gives a fuck, man? It ain't that serious. Yo, no, hold them accountable. Yeah, hold them accountable. We talked off air. We ironed it out. It's good. I'm not going to sit here and talk shit about my friends on open air for ad revenue. That's not how I do fucking business. I'm not going to talk shit about my friends on YouTube for your guys' entertainment, you know, to pursue some extra ad revenue. That's not how this shit goes, man. That's not how this shit goes, right? I'm not going to do that. I was actually hanging out with Sneeko yesterday, man. Shout out to him. Shout out to him. Shout out to academics. You know, like I said before, man, I, I don't turn my back on my friends. Like, like, Ak and Sneeko, they were there when people were talking shit about us or whatever. They had our back. I'm not going to turn my back on them just over some shit. Did they make a mistake? Yes, but we talked about it off air. It's handled. Uh, Frank Castillo from before. White Cup Myron, I wake up thinking about you. P.S. I'm a man. Okay, pause. Uh, <laughs> uh, Breakdown Flores Twins out of Chicago. I'm not familiar with that case, but I can look it up. Five bucks from Candace M. So says, I saw Takeoff twice in concert, once in 2017 with Future, and the following year at the Aubrey and the Three Migos Tour. R.I.P. Takeoff. Yes, rest in peace to him. Uh, Bully McGuire, let's do it, Myron. Thank you. Pump, pump, pump it up, Myron. And that's from Three Diglets. Yeah, uh, Joe Budden. <laughs> that was his last hit. Researching. Is that what the kids call it these days? Yes, my friend, Captain Save a Ho 304. It was researching. We ever shoot, cover shoot school shooters? Um, yes, I will cover um, Columbine. And I'll also do uh, the shooter that recently got convicted here in Florida, whose name is ex escaping me right now. I know someone in the chat's going to say it. Um, speaking of conspiracies, do you believe in those? Yes, every now and then. Adrian, do you give the people a spin before. Oh, <laughs> uh let's see here i think i read these before okay i think are we caught up i think so luna yeah. mm -hmm. what's your thoughts on this mm, hold on give an opinion oh michael trollstein shout out to you my friend 100 bucks. 
like the video. You have a, what's your thoughts on this? You, you got any conspiracy theories or thoughts on whatever? Because you did a, th- quite a bit of research on this too. I mean, there's two different theories. Uh huh. With Lil Cam, the way that takeoff was positioned, it looked like he was shot from the left side, and on his left side, it was um, Migo bands. Mm-hmm. I think. So I'm not really sure. Yeah. Honestly, I really and, I, and I have guys. I do have like the footage of him. Uh, you know, after he was shot um and the corpse and everything like that but out of respect for him and the family i'm not gonna play that uh i'm, I'm just not gonna do it it's, it's, yeah i'm not gonna do it um it's really graphic there's really no need you know a man lost his life and and the thing that kills me too i, I don't want to say this i want to give a a shout out to uh china mac on this because he spoke on this it is crazy to me that um people are more interested in pulling out their cameras and recording something Versus like rendering first aid or like calling the, you know, calling 911 or whatever. Like, and, and the thing is too, is that like the thing that bothers me is like, if you're going to go ahead and get this footage, you need to go be the first fucking person to go to the police and provide this information to give the most detailed statement you can. A lot of these people are like running away and not wanting to give anything to the cops and posting it on Twitter, but not wanting to come in and do an interview, you know? So it's just crazy. Uh, oh, shout out to you, Ivan. Who's Michael? Uh, gifted 150 membership. Shout out to you, Mike. Appreciate that. Uh, okay, what else, what other chats do we have here? Um, can you show some of those ones that were uh, that were there before? Yeah, I didn't get a chance to read them. There's a few different ones. Uh, okay, Grease Junkies, do it yourself. Can we get a uh, Camarena case breakdown? Yes, I will cover that. That's the uh, DE agent Kiki Camarena that was killed by Mexican drug traffickers. Uh, I will cover that. Uh, the vein of misogyny. Thank you for this channel. Will you ever have your own podcast one-on-one outside FNF? I ain't leaving fresh aside, guys. Like I said before, uh, I, I, I'm not fucking leaving. It's fresh or fit till we die. I will continue to do Fed it, of course. But um, but yeah, man, y'all gonna have to deal with the stuttering. <laughs> Michael Chelsea, 500 bucks. Thank you for everything. Holy shit, bro. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, my friend. Uh, shout out to Michael Chelsea. Uh, yeah, and shout out to Mike for looking out for y'all and giving you guys a bunch of memberships. Now you guys are going to get cool little badges next year thing. Uh, Young Dolph, Jacob Hebert. Yo, I will be covering Young Dolph, guys, but the thing is with Young Dolph is, uh, I said this before I say it again for y'all, when we go and send people over there to get the case documents, they start asking a bunch of questions. Where are you from? What's your name? What's your address? And these are really invasive questions to be asking someone uh, to get information on a on a public investigation. So what we're going to more than likely do is I'm going to go ahead and send someone over there to Memphis to get the documents for me personally. Um, because the people that we have been sending over there, right? They're people that watch the show, supporters, you know, fans, whatever it may be. Uh, fuck fans, supporters, FedEx supporters. They, uh, they've been going over there and they've been growing them. So we tell them, no, 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 it's fine. Don't give out your personal information. Fuck that shit. We'll deal with it on our own. So this young Dolph case, uh, it sounds up in Memphis when we try to get those documents. Three diggers, 20 bucks. We can't expect these 304s to know CPR. Yeah, bro, they don't. They really don't, man. Uh, Babe Avalos, 20 bucks. But Myron, you didn't cancel them both. Bro needs to shut the fuck up talking about training, turning 21 next month, and I'm going to training with the USCCA on Tuesday. Shout out to you, man. Congrats, my friend. Uh, any Anything else? Not that I see. Wait. Oh, yeah, hold on. Shout out to people say he said that these 304s don't know CPR. <laughs> I mean, Danielle, RIP takeoff sounds like a real solid dude. Hope people learn to act right sooner than later. Yep. Absolutely, man. Uh, my pleasure, everyone. Pay me back by liking the video. Yes, guys, like the video, please. Um, this took quite a bit of time of research. So uh please do that. 
Uh, the murder is Duke the jeweler all over again. Okay. I don't know about that. Joseph Huck, new to your channel, but love this content. Thank you for your hard work. Like the video. Yes. Thank you very much. And there's a lot of y'all that are new to the channel. Um, let's see here. Uh, w chat. Yes. W chat for real. And let me go ahead and show y'all real fast some of the content on this channel because some of you guys might be new viewers. And I don't think you guys. Um, so I'll go ahead and share screen with y'all real fast. Okay. So as y'all can see, here are the most popular videos, right? And I'll enlarge this for you guys real fast. And I'll get my ugly mug out the screen real fast. Okay. Uh, YSL, I did the old block Rico. I did the YNW Melly murder, right? Why he's going to get life. I, I broke it down. Uh, Casanova, Tory Lanez. I, I was the first one to actually break the, down the fact that Tory Lanez uh, didn't actually shoot Meg Thee Stallion. She stepped on fucking glass. She lied. Okay. Uh, I messaged Christina. Where is she? Why did you fire? No, Christina's good, guys. She's going to be helping me with the young adult stuff. Uh, Amber Heard. Uh, Fetty Watt, we broke down his drug case. 6ix9ine, going into detail. Hush Puppy, K Flock. The Jeffrey Dahmer one, y'all really enjoyed this one. Okay. And then these are all the videos, nice and, uh, the, you know, recent to oldest. Then I got all the live streams, right? Ted Bundy, John Wayne Gacy, the killer clown, PNB Rock, Jeffrey Dahmer. I uh, covered the Trump case. Uh, then you got here the crime documentary breakdowns, right? So these are the 9 11 uh, videos. I'm probably going to make this in a playlist, right? For uh, This is the 9 11, uh, you know, how the FBI solved it, Bin Laden, how they found them. And then obviously, this is what SEAL Team 6 found. And then I do a bunch of documentary breakdowns too. I did, you know, your boy Whitey Bulger, the biggest bank heist in US history, Hitman, right? The dude actually read a book on how to kill people and actually like followed the instructions of the book. And then they found the book <laughs> at his house, which was a big fucking. L. OJ Simpson. Y'all yeah, been asking for this for a while. OJ Simpson. It's 18 plus though, so make sure you sign into your account. The Unabomber. I cover everything, bro. Pablo Escobar, Robert Hansen, the worst Intel leak of US history. And then I got clips that we post every single day. So yeah, man. Yo, man. And then obviously, don't forget, you know, Fresh and Fit. Subscribe to my boy Freshman CEO as well here. If you guys want to watch Blind Dates, uh, Fresh and Fit clips. So yeah, man. Don't forget to subscribe to all those other channels as well, man. Uh, but uh, let me remove here. So, okay, cool. So I'll hit any other chats and then we'll wrap this bad boy up. And guys, don't forget to like the video on the way out. And, you know, I want to definitely take this time. Oh, V Twin Extreme. Can we get a breakdown of Boozy Case that had him in prison for years before he beat us? Some guy is saying he had someone do it for him. Uh, yeah, I could, I could, I could uh, cover the Boozy Case. And then Michael Trissy, no Joseph Taylor. As I keep saying, I'm not rich. I just invest in supporting my friends as opposed to the stock market. Shout out to you, my friend. <laughs> FNF stock going up. Drake must watch you. You mentioned Meg Lyon on Tory on his new album. Yo! Hey, man. I ain't gonna say that rappers watch us, but they definitely do. I've got some DMs. Shout out to, to, to the artists and the athletes and everybody else that watch us, man. Because we're one of the few people that give y'all the real deal on these 304s, man. Shout out to... Uh, shout out from Team Love 531, repping number one VA. Can you do the Briley Bros who escaped from a VA prison? I can. I also want to let y'all know, too, that um, when it comes to the Meg Thee Stallion situation... Shout out to Christina, because Christina was the one that actually got that police report, right, where the doctor confirmed that she stepped on glass and it wasn't necessarily from getting shot. So we'll see, man. You know, everybody knows Tori's innocent more than likely. So, you know, when, when he'll, he'll have his day, court, his day in court, she's going to look stupid. So stupid. But, you know, she did what normal what girls. She did. The, she did the same shit that Asian doll did to us. As soon as I called her out for being dumb. Oh, he's just taking advantage of me and talking shit. Because I'm a black woman. They always do that shit. They always call themselves a victim, and then they go ahead and say, I'm a black woman, so I'm being victimized. Every single time, bro. They can't take accountability for their stupidity. Yo, it's not because you're a black woman. It's because you're stupid. Why can't we go back stupid. to telling people that they're fucking dumb? 
Okay, what is wrong with telling people that they're dumb? We have all these goddamn convenient. I don't want to go on a rant. I ain't gonna go on a rant. I'm not gonna do it. This is fed. This isn't fresh and fit. Okay, Michael Trussi. Myron supports Ak and Sneeko because he's real and learned the lessons. Myron is the most loyal person I've ever met. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you so much, Mike. I just don't turn my back on my friends, bro. It's it's like I don't do that. Like if I make money with you, if you're a friend of mine, I hang out with you outside of the studio and everything else like that. I'm, I'm not going to turn my back on you when it's cool to attack you. Fuck that shit. I'm not selling out my friends for ad revenue. All the goofies. Oh, yo, hold your friends accountable. I don't have to do that shit on air. Uh, Chanel Meadows. Been watching FNF for a while, but just recently found out about Fed. I've been listening to the episodes while at work. Keep up the good work, Myron. Yes, guys, if you guys want to listen to it on audio, it's anchor.fm slash it. 1811 okay if you guys want to listen to our audio spotify google app podcast every single platform y'all like podcasts i'm there who's bigger drake or bad bunny bad bunny bro sorry these latino artists are fucking crazy bro like i was talking i had this debate with fresh actually not a debate we actually agreed me and fresh agree on a lot of things by the way especially when it comes to like the only thing we disagree with on like is how to deal with girls but like we agree on like the same analysis when it comes to like the marketplace and shit he's a little bit nicer about it he's way more patient i'm not it is what it is but um we were saying if you had to pick one per, like one demographic of person to be to get the most girls, reggaeton artists by far. Reggaeton artists, bro. Mm-hmm. They get the most chicks. What, Luna, you agree with that? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, bro, all these chicks fucking go to the reggaeton artists. They're jumping on stage to fucking see Bad Bunny or whatever, breaking the laws and getting tackled by security. Bro, if you had to pick one, by far reggaeton artists. They get the more than rappers, rock artists, whatever, because they're, yo, like, the number one uh, YouTube video viewed for, for years was fucking Despacito, bro. That shit is still burning my head to this day. That shit came out like, what, seven, six years ago? Seven years ago? I don't even speak Spanish, and I know the lyrics on that shit. What's up, Myron? Enjoying the content. Have you heard about Cleveland Butcher? It's about an unidentified serial killer in the 30s. It's pretty interesting. Uh, I have heard about him, but I'm going to cover the serial killers that people want first. So I got to cover uh, still BTK, uh, Samuel Little. Who has the most confirmed kills, by the way, in the United States? I think 96 or some crazy shit like that. Once I cover those guys, then I'll definitely um cover him. Because I covered the, the top three. I covered Ted Bundy, Jeffrey Dahmer, and um John Wayne Gacy. Those are the top three in the United States, right? Pretty much. But I'm gonna cover BTK next and then Samuel Little, and then from there I'll get into the other guys. I see self-defense dude in black hoodie was brandishing, so guy in yellow hoodie defended, maybe. Who knows, bro? Who knows? Someone called me a Myron Groupie. Like, that's an insult. I do fresh laundry and I'm Myron's groupie. Oh, my God. Shout out to you, bro. <laughs> Myron, I'm also from Connecticut. Used to play Halo 2 at local lands, too, like Buckland Hills Mall. Love the channel. These rappers got to learn to leave the hood. Bro, I played Halo at Buckland Hills Mall, too, man. Shout out to you, bro. I also went to, uh, damn it. There was another one in, um, I can't remember the name. The, the name of the, it, it was a land center, man. I forget the fucking name of the town. Uh, Michael Trollstein, 20 bucks. I was friends with Myron before Fresh and Fit. Believe what you want, idiots. That's true. I've known Trollstein since like 2019, guys. Uh, let's say here, what else? Okay. So you know what? Let me go ahead and give you guys my situation. What I think is going to happen. Okay. Uh, you give your predictions first Luna, and then I'll give my predictions last. Go ahead. What, what is, what's your prediction now that you know all the facts? Like the video, by the way, guys. I think that it's Migo bands. I think they're going to find out that it's him. Okay. Because it doesn't make any, that's the only thing that makes like sense in my opinion. Okay. That's what you think. Yeah. Because the uh, shot was close range. So and it was on his left side. Migo Benz was on his left side. I don't really understand how it could be anything else. Gotcha. Okay. Um, and that's a pretty good uh, you know, prediction. Brittany quick 10 bucks. So this is what I think it is, guys. Um this is what I predict is gonna happen. Okay. 
Of course, this is a prediction based on the information and the facts that I have off of the speculation. Um, personally, from the facts that I have, I don't think that, you know, Prince and his squad did some kind of insider job. I don't think that. I think what legitimately happened was, because remember, guys, the Migos weren't. They were security. They relied upon those guys for protection, right? They're rolling in a foreign city, right? Houston. That's not where they're from. They're from Atlanta. They're there. So they went there with those guys in good faith, like, yo, we're good, right? We're good in the hood. I mean, hell, they had a fucking gun in the middle of the console, right? So that was essentially their security, what you call homie security, right? So I don't think that there was some kind of conspiracy to kill them, all right? Because they, everyone that, a lot of people that go through Houston go through those guys and they fuck with them. I, I don't think that's what it is. What I think was this was a situation of a bad dice game, alcohol, marijuana, you know, maybe other substances being involved. Getting people's, you know, judgment clouded. Um, people not making the best decisions late at night, Halloween, people drinking, having fun, blah, blah, blah. Getting into an argument, a bunch of bitches around. You know how guys posture up when there's bitches around, right? Wearing barely anything on Halloween night, right? And an argument turned deadly for nothing. That's what I think happened. Hey, I was down, you know, Quavo was down reportedly about $17,000, right? Which for someone like him, is it that much money? Keep in mind, guys, Migos are superstars. These guys are not bum rappers. These guys are not SoundCloud rappers. These guys are fucking superstars. Internationally known, millions of followers on Instagram, millions of streams a month, hit records, Grammy nominated. They're lit, all right? People know who the fuck these guys are. So they're getting paid at least, and I say that to let y'all know, they're getting paid six figures anytime they do a show. Automatic. You know, they're getting 100K, 200K. I think Offset made some like, $200,000 doing an international tour, right? So these guys pull numbers. So for him to argue, you know, over a dice game, 17,000, and then argue about pick up basketball or, yo, I'm good at basketball, because Quavo does play a lot of basketball, um, you know, when he's not rapping, right? Celebrity games, et cetera, like that. They do, they do play pick up basketball. Um, and for this to happen, terrible, bro. Terrible, terrible. Um, and from the evidence that I see, it looked like either uh, Migo bands, or this other guy, um, whatever his name is. What was his name again? I forget his name. Lil' Cam. The, Lil' Cam, whatever his name is from the fifth. One of them, they, we know for a fact that they had farms. That's, a, that's pretty much a fact. And we know more than one gun was going off, right? So unless maybe someone else was pictured that we didn't see shooting guns. But regardless, sad situation. Migo Bands, I think, is going to be the first one to get apprehended more than likely. The other guy is 100% going to be questioned. They're going to bring him in too, right? But at the end of the day... Someone's life was lost and uh, someone that honestly had nothing to do with this that was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. And uh, idiots aren't idiots that weren't properly trained with firearms, discharged their firearms without looking where they were going and someone died. And, and that's literally what, what it comes down to. And, and it's terrible. And, and I'll tell you all this. The, uh, the police, Houston PD, they're going to do everything in their power to arrest someone. They have an enormous amount of pressure, by the way, just so you all know. They have an enormous amount of pressure to solve this case because the, the, uh, I hear it's an election. I think it's an election year, right, for the mayor. And then on top of that, rappers, a lot of artists, go to Houston to do parties and to also um, do events, do shows. Okay, Houston, guys, is one of the biggest cities in the United States for all my foreign people out there. One of the biggest cities in the United States. I think it's in the top three or four: New York, L.A., Houston. Okay, some of the worst traffic in the United States as well. So there's a lot of money to be made from uh, from interstate commerce of rappers coming in and doing shows, etc. So you best believe that that Houston does not want to have the reputation of rappers dying in their city. 
So they're going to go ahead and make sure that they catch these fucking guys, even if they're a part of the Migos camp, which is why Quavo and them probably aren't going to the place because I think it was a, a, the man, his, their man accidentally shot him, right? And he's looking at some manslaughter charges. We covered that before. What he's more than likely going to be covering, uh, looking at. So, uh, yeah. And, and what I foresee is, like I said before, the feds can be involved if uh, he tries to leave the state of Texas after he's been indicted or after an arrest warrant is issued. U.S. Marshal can go get him. Or um, if it's obvious that he's trying to avoid pro- prosecution, right? Because once the, once he's indicted, bro, they're going to call his manager. Yo, you've been indicted in Texas. We got a warrant for your arrest. Turn yourself in. If he doesn't come and turn himself in by the given time, right? Assuming he's not in the state of Texas, which I assume he's probably not at this point, right? Or whoever gets arrested for this, what's going to happen is they're going to go ahead, get either the marshals or some or the FBI more than likely, get a warrant federal unlawful flight to avoid prosecution because at this point they've notified him and his counsel he hasn't turned himself in they can pretty much establish that he's uh, you know unlawfully pre- um preventing prevention uh, pre- preventing apprehension so now they can go ahead and expend federal resources to go ahead and find his ass you know utilizing the fbi or homeland security or which uh, whichever agency decides to um you know cut the paper and get him uh, get a warrant on him federally so it is what it is that's what i predict is going to happen and then the atf can come in for the ballistics, which I wouldn't be surprised if they don't already have the weapons and or at least know the bullets, the caliber, and they aren't already in the process of either getting those guns, finding those guns, um, and or conducting ballistic tests right now to be able to verify which gun actually killed them, which I explained to you guys earlier, which I'll put in the timestamps, how the police are able to um, uh, identify a weapon that was used in a crime based on the bullets found at the crime scene versus the gun being fired independently uh, and comparing the uh, the shell casings and the groovings on them, which creates essentially uh, a fingerprint for the gun. Um, cool. So uh, anything else? So as people said, Tupac and Biggie. I've been getting a lot of requests for that, guys, but it's unsolved. So since it's unsolved, it's a little bit different, right? I'd have to just speculate all day. Um, any any other uh, chats, colored ones? And guys, we got 4,400 of you guys in here, by the way. Can y'all do me a favor and like the video? That's all I ask. You guys don't want to donate a dollar to the show. Shout out to the enigmatic one becoming a YouTube member. Here, let me uh, pull this up real fast. Thank you guys for the support, by the way. I really do uh, appreciate it, man. Like I said before, I do this channel uh, for the love, you know. Let's see here. Okay, so let me see here. I got how much do feds use license plate reader info? That's from S. A lot, my friend. <laughs> uh, Michael Trostein, thanks for all the love. Everyone liked the video. Yep. Uh, five bucks. The Dixie Mafia case might be good. Was FBI? Oh, someone's aware. Uh, yes, I will cover the Dixie Mafia case. For some of you guys that are wondering, Dixie Mafia case was basically um, a mafia in, in, uh, in God damn it, uh, Biloxi, uh, Biloxi, Mississippi, which is a huge gambling city uh, where a woman... Uh, um, was it a mayor? I th- a mayor, a mayor candidate was killed uh, because she had plans to not um, to not get the uh, strip strip club industry and the casino industry in, which she was actually killed, and it ended up creating the infrastructure that it does now. But it was a very interesting case. It was back from I think the eighties. I could cover that for y'all as well. Uh, yo, Myron, can you do the guys that escape Alcatraz or Ed Gein? I could do that. Alex Mack goes, I think you're talking about that land center that used to be in Merritt and Wallingford next to Burger King, like 2005-ish. I'm from New Haven area. Yes, my friend, it was in Wallingford. Uh, I forget the name of the goddamn place, but that's exactly what I'm talking about. Shout out to you. you, you good memory, Alex Mack. Kev's Garage goes, you got my vote for D.B. Cooper, okay? 
Just want to say RIP takeoff and thank you, Marin. Last year I was depressed and a broke farmer making 15K. Now I make 75K as a cable install. Shout out to you. Get annual AA uh, on FNF. Uh, bro, that's going to be a tough interview. I don't speak Spanish. Can you do the Zodiac Killer from Gly? Okay, I will do Zodiac Killer. That's the millionth person asked me for him, so I will do it. Uh, but nobody caught him, bro. Uh, Brittany Quack, 10 bucks. Thank you. Uh, and I think we're caught up here. That is one more. Oh, uh, some the hijab girl goes, uh, can you do a video on Courtney Clenny and Kevin Keith? Uh, I covered Courtney Clenny on Fresh and Fit, but I will do a uh, a full-on Courtney Clenny because she right now, I think she's in the trial process, guys. And that's the girl that the OnlyFans chick that stabbed her boyfriend in Miami. Remember that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. A couple months back. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, do the Carol Cantino Cantero, bro. Shout out to you, bro. Uh, Carol Cantero, yes, I will do him. That's the guy that that was responsible for um, Kiki Camarena's death, the DEA agent. Yo, could you do the DC sniper? Okay, I've gotten a lot of requests for that. You know what? Let me start writing some of this shit down. <laughs> Y'all going wild in here. Um, okay, so DC sniper. Okay. DC sniper. Zodiac killer. You know, start, start getting your requests in now. Start putting in names. I'm going to start looking at the chat. DC Sniper, Zodiac Killer, because you guys have been asking for them for a minute. Las Vegas mass shooting. Yeah, I've gotten a request for that one before, too. Casey Anthony. Uh, oh, I remember that one. That's the girl that went missing, I think. Yeah. Uh, earlier this year, Casey Anthony. I'm going to do what I'm going to do is all these cases that you guys are mentioning. I'm going to do a poll uh, and we're going to see what the people want. Let's see here. Richard Ramirez. Oh, yeah, I got to do it. Richard Ramirez. I, I got him in the. Uh, I got him in, in the in the tank. I've already done research on him. AK the Night Stalker. Brittany Quack. Quick. You're very handsome. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Don't get Luna mad though. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> South Park Mexican? I don't know who that is. Uh someone said Pablo Escobar. Black Mafia? Yeah, I'll do Black Mafia. Big drug case. Big me you're talking about Big Meech. Uh Epstein, I already did Epstein, my friend. Go check it out. Oh, Joe Exotic, I'll write that down. Yep, Joe Exotic is another one that people want. That's a that's a that's a uh, a federal case too. Let's see here. Uh Freeway Cross. I haven't gotten that many for that. Boston Massacre. Nicholas Cruz. If you're talking about the Boston Marathon bombing, I did the Boston Marathon bombing already. Uh let's see here. I'm looking here. Okay, Sue Surf. I got. I've gotten a couple requests for Sue Surf. For some of you guys that are wondering, he's a battle rapper that was arrested on a on a on a Rico like like a couple weeks ago. Let's see here. Al Capone. R. Kelly Part Two. This time, only use lyrics for songs. Each subject matter. For example, I don't believe I. I don't believe I could fly in court. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh. Isaac Wright, I don't know who that is. Uh, Griselda, oh man. Tell me you're from Miami without telling me you're from Miami. (laughs) Trayvon Martin, Uh, nah. The Railroad Killer, oh wow. I could do the Railroad Killer. That's a serial killer as well. This dude killed a bunch of chicks in uh, a couple of states, especially the state of Texas. Actually in Houston, he did a lot of his work in Houston. Let me write that down. I've already already researched him. A lot of these guys you guys have mentioned, I've already um, done. The railroad killer. Some will say stack bundles. God damn. We're going back to 2006. Somebody said the Boston Tea Party. All right, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> what else do we got? Waco. Yeah, I've already, I've done research for Waco. 
Uh, Malcolm X, nah, bro. Guys, I'm doing criminal cases. Not like random stuff. JFK, more conspiracy theory stuff. Well, someone, yeah, someone put this. Uh, all right, guys. DC Sniper, Zodiac Killer, Casey Anthony, Richard Ramirez, aka the Night Stalker, Black Mafia. That's uh, Big Meech and them drug trafficking. Uh, Chino Anthrax from the Sinaloa Cartel. I'll I'll do the Sinaloa Cartel because I'm going to do El Chapo, the Delhi serial killer. Don't remember his name. I don't know who that is. Joe Exotic, Sue Surf, the Railroad Killer, Waco. Oh, I'm also going to do Michael Vick for y'all too. And the reason why I'll do Michael Vick is because not not many people talk about dog fighting. That's a crime that not many people uh that that isn't commonly investigated. Nipsey Hussle, by the way, uh, he's where I'm from back home. Okay, I mean Daniel, shout out to you. Uh, Versace, Max B, and Mac Mal. See, here's the thing, bro. If I do, do those people, a lot of people don't know who Max B is, bro. You got to remember that, like, that's a very, like, unless you listen to Dipset back in, like, 2006, 2007, 2008, you ain't going to know who Max B is, man. He's a legend, though. Ahmed Arbery. Maybe I'll do that one. Uh, haven't gotten too many requests for that one. But I'll tell you this. I'm going to put all these cases and do a poll. The King of Pop, Thriller, Bad, Off the Wall, Dangerous. Ah, Michael Jackson. That was going to... Uh, maybe I'll do my Michael Michael Jackson. Yo, someone said La Barbie from Laredo? Bro. <laughs> They're not ready for that one, bro. They're not ready for that one. Jack the Ripper? Come on, man. We ain't investigating crimes from the 1800s, bro. Uh, free Joe Exotic, Michael Trillstein. Okay. Uh, all right. Someone said George Floyd. Come on, man. <laughs> nope. If you guys want George Floyd, go ahead and watch Candace Owens' uh, documentary on that. You, you all get triggered, though, if you're one of these, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter motherfuckers, bro. Uh, you know what? All lives matter. I think it's ridiculous that we're running around here saying, oh, white lives matter? Fuck that shit. It's only black lives matter. That's crazy to me, bro, that we live in a world now where you can't even say white lives matter. That's wild to me, bro. Wild, wild, wild. I don't see color, Okay. I make fun of all you motherfuckers equally, whether you're Asian, Arab, black, white. If you're stupid, you're stupid, regardless stupid. of your skin color. All right. I don't give a fuck what you are. I make fun of everybody. All right. This whole you're making fun of me because I'm a black woman. No, I'm making fun of you because you're fucking dumb. You're making fun of me because I'm Asian. No, that's because you're very stupid. OK, you're making fun of me because I'm Mexican. No way. It's because you're stupid. Oh, it don't matter what you are. I'm gonna roast you. Uh, Dragon King Temple, but they only care and get mad when I make fun of uh, certain races. No one bats an eye when I make fun of white people or Asians or, you know, Hispanic people. They only get mad when I make fun of black people, which I'm black, by the way, guys. I know it's like, oh, my God, what are you? Your nose is too big and your name is weird. Yes. My parents are from North Sudan, which is a country in where? Africa. <laughs> Dragon King, 10 bucks. You should do the Bloodhound Brim Rico case. I haven't seen anyone else cover it. That's a good suggestion, actually. Bloodhound. Rico. Brim. Uh, the Brims. Yep. La Brim. I cover the La Brim. Barry Seal. I don't know who that is. Dark Side Productions. Uh, so many cases. Only one Myron. You, do you have a team? Nah, I do Fed it by myself, pretty much, guys. I do me. I do Fed it uh, with pretty much me and Christina do it. Um, and then, you know, when I have assistance with, like, you know, Adrian over here, a.k.a. Luna, uh, <laughs> who's been fairly useless on this podcast. But she's here. You have anything you want to defend to defend yourself? No, I'm useless. I'm sorry. Fantastic. <laughs> we only seen green. Holy yes, three diggers. We only Down see green Marco, over here. Marco. We are equal opportunity assholes over here. We hate everybody. All right. 
<laughs> uh, someone said Big L. Uh, I don't think they solved his murder yet. Did they solve his murder? Big L was uh, is a legend. Can you do a video on Tay K, a rapper who was arrested and charged for I think capital murder? Yeah, he's probably the dumbest criminal of all time, bro. Tay K, dude, literally they they use his lyrics against him in court. By the way, in Texas, uh, Daniel Delgado said Kevin Samuels. Uh, I, hey guys, it was uh, it was a heart attack, man. It wasn't a homicide. Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels, by the way. Uh, let me look up SPM because you guys have been writing SPM spamming that all all night. I'm gonna look that up. SPM. Can you Google that real fast for me, Luna? SPM South Park Mexican rapper. Oh, South Park Mexican rapper from Houston. Okay. Oh yeah, y'all y'all mentioned. You know what? I remember this because uh, he's a cholo rapper. You guys mentioned him um, when I was here with uh, with Mia. She looks like Daria, Venom. Daria, Daria, who? You are you a Daria? They're saying you look like Daria. No. I don't know who that is. Okay, fair enough. I'm sorry. Barry Seal, the CIA cartel double agent, very dark. All right, let me write that down. Because I do like the espionage cases. Barry Seal. Just found it. Joe Metheny, human burgers. <laughs> I think that was the uh, the hamburger serial killer he was talking about. Joe Metheny. God damn. Okay. Guys, look at all these names I have here, man. These are all the serial killers y'all got me covering here, man. With my shitty handwriting. Someone said Aaron Hernandez. Yeah, I could, I could do it. Let me write Aaron Hernandez down too. All right. I'm going to definitely do a poll. All right, cool. Uh, guys, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, lizard people and fallen angels. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and uh, wrap this thing up. So. Do me a favor. I see we got 2.6k likes. Get it to 3,000, guys. All right. I try really not to ask for too many likes on this stream because I hate doing it because it hurts the quality of the show. But people don't want to like the goddamn video. There's 4,000 plus of y'all in here. And you guys aren't liking the video. Don't be assholes. You don't got to donate a dollar. Why can't I super chat on FNF chat anymore? I don't know, Danny. I, I don't know. Um, we, yeah, I don't know. Yo, I really think that we're we're uh, we're shadow banned on uh, on YouTube. We're fresh and fit for sure. Uh, Charles Manson, Harvey Weinstein. Okay, I'll do Charles Ma Ma Manson. Actually, thank you for reminding me because I've been researching him as well. I was actually watching a documentary on him yesterday because I'm actually not that familiar with Charles Manson. I ain't going to cap to y'all. That's one of the few serial killers I'm not too familiar with. Uh, see, the only reason... Okay, someone said Chris Benoit. The only reason why I'm reluctant to do Chris Benoit, guys, is because, number one, it was like, it's a very dark case. And then number two, it was a suicide murder. So there's not really much investigation. He, he killed his family and then he killed himself. There's not much investigation there. Uh, wrap this thing up, you say? <laughs> Three diglets. Shout out to you, my friend. I appreciate the support. Uh, dope stream. Keep it up, King. Thank you so much, man. I know we had some haters in here. Shout out to the fucking mods, by the way. Don DeMarco for y'all. Don DeMarco. Because I know you guys were de dealing with some, you know, low IQ individuals in here. Stupid shit like that. That is a pertinent. Okay, guys, I made a mistake. I acknowledge it. Made a mistake. Cool. We're all human here, but it's not relevant as to the facts of the case. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, W mods, man. Y'all are y'all are the fucking real G's. I'm gonna give y'all another Don DeMarco, man. Don DeMarco. Giving the haters a big fat. Uh, let's see here. Daniel Brooks Christmas Parade hit him hit and run, dude. Daryl Brooks Christmas Parade. He's on trial, I think. Is he? Yeah. 
I'm not even familiar with that case. I think he already got sentenced, actually. When did that happen? I think like last week. Mm. On no, on on Monday, I think. Oh shit! Yeah. Fair enough. I know the chat's gonna want to know what. what uh, how thick are those glasses? Very. Very thick. Yeah, guys, she's fucking blind. I'm, I think I'm legally blind, actually. Like I can't see without. Are them. you legally blind? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> L for being legally blind. Uh, I wasn't kidding. Yo, real talk. You know what? Hold on. This is gonna be funny. Legit, I'm not kidding around when I say this. Yo, looks like a, you ever seen the movie Rocky? No, it's before your time. I mean, it's before my time too. That shit came out in the fucking seventies. Uh, Adrian Rocky. Let me see here with the glasses. There we go. Y'all remember this shit? Hold on. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, bro, my glasses aren't even like that. Yo, like hold on, man, that's fucking her right there, man. Fucking, a- a- <laughs> I don't look like that. Oh man, them the thick ass glasses. I mean, your your hair is longer, but well, still. yeah, obviously, and hers are like cat eyed, like it's, man. That don't even look like that. I don't like that. It's a, it's a reach, bro, obviously. bro, bro. Don't 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 get me. Just accept, just accept the meme. You've been memefied. Just accept the meme. Whatever. It is what it is. All right. Uh, <laughs> shout out to her for being a good sport. I'm going to give you a Don DeMarco for being a good sport. Not getting, not getting uh, your panties in the bunch here. She's a good sport. Uh, okay. Have you seen Mindhunter? Also, if you're looking to build a team to help with cases, I'd be down. Eric's a week. Uh, yeah, you know what? Hit up our, my other Instagram. It's Feta1811. Christina manages that one. And um, she can definitely um, talk with you about that. Someone said Jimmy Snuka. Oh, you want the WWE cases, don't you? Um, yeah, someone said, yeah, I will be doing Sam Little. That's 100% confirmed. Don't worry. Some of y'all are probably wondering, Sam Little, guys, was the uh, number one most confirmed kills for serial killers in the United States. Selena, uh, maybe. Daria from MTV, a character on Beavis and Butthead, and got her own show. <laughs> look it up real quick. I don't know who that is. Daria on MTV. Let me look it up real fast. Daria season one. Some like TV show, dude. What the fuck? The hell? All right, whatever. I don't even look like that. I don't know what they're talking about. Would they, would they make fun of you some more? I think I think they're talking about me. I don't know who. I don't know. Yeah, they're probably they, they make fun of everybody. It's okay. It's, it I don't take it, it personally. It's okay. All right, cool. Uh, with that said, guys, I love y'all. I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. Um, you know, we were having a little bit of fun and having some off. You know, a little bit more lighted, uh, lighthearted content. Uh, at the end of the day, guys, today's episode was about takeoff. Rest in peace to him. Condolences to his family. I hope to catch the individuals that were um, responsible for this. And we gotta, we gotta turn the culture, man. This whole, you know, don't say shit, don't snitch, all this other stuff. That's fucking stupid. The street code is stupid. I told you already. Went on a rant about that. About these street guys when they actually get in an interrogation room and they're looking at life or twenty plus years or they're looking at fed time. They start talking. That whole shit. There is no code. It's stupid. Don't commit crimes and cooperate with the police if you're uh, if you witness. And for anybody here that might have been at that situation or has information on the case, call the fucking police, guys. Let's get some closure to take off family. Let's go ahead and stop the stupidity. Guys, if you have a gun, go out there, train with the firearm. Don't be one of these guys running around shooting aimlessly and potentially hurting people that are innocent bystanders. OK, like in this situation. So um, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Don't forget to like the video on your way out. Uh, I'll be dropping a documentary episode for you guys on the 9-11 
um, the 9-11 conspiracy uh, this week. I'll probably do it in two or three parts because it's a five-hour documentary. But, um, yeah, Luna, you got anything for the people before we uh, close this bad boy up? No. No? I'm Woman, done. a few words. I'm done being made fun of. It's okay. Yeah, well, well. Yeah, guys, that's how I like it, man. Misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. I was a special agent with Homeland Security Investigations, okay, guys? HSI. The cases that I did mostly were human smuggling and drug trafficking. No one else has these documents, by the way. Here's what FedEx covers. Dr. Lafredo confirmed lacerations due to stepping on glass. Murder investigation. You see him reaching in his jacket. You don't know. And he's positioning. Been on February 13, 2019. You are facing two counts of premeditated murder. Racketeering and Rico conspiracy. Young, young slime life here and after referred to as YSL. The defendants uh, 6 9 and then this is Billy Seiko right here. Now, when they first started, guys, 6 9 ran. Well, I'm a fed. I'm watching this music video. You know, I'm bobbing my head like, hey, this shit lit. But at the same time, I'm pausing. Oh, wait, who this? Right? Oh, who's that in the back? Firearms and violent crimes. AKA, Pooch Icy violated. You're ordered to stay away from the victim. Pooch Icy arrested after shooting at King of Diamonds, Miami Strip Club, injured one person. This is the one that's going to fuck him up because this gun is not traceable. Well, it happened at the gun range. Here's your boy, 42 Doug, right here on the left. Okay. Sex trafficking and sex crimes. They can effectively link him to paying an underage girl. I'm gonna love my fifth right, right. And oh. the first bomb went off right here. Suspect down a backpack at the site of the second explosion. Inspired by Al Qaeda. Two terrorists, brothers, the Zokar Sarnev and Tamerlan Sarnev. When the cartel ships drugs into the country. As this guy got arrested for um, espionage, okay, trading secrets with the Russians for monetary compensation. The largest corrupt police bust in New Orleans history. The days of the police are gone. So he was in this bad boy. We're going to go over his past.